0: This episode of Off My Shelf contains coarse language and adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, my name is Tracy James and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are well off my shelf, where we go through my DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. In this episode, Josh Radcliffe is here to talk about two very different movies, one a spy spoof and the other a horror thriller, Casino Royale and The Cell welcome hey
1: how's it going
0: uh not too bad um i mean compared to the last episode getting ready for this one was difficult (laughs) yeah no this one
1: was was a lot i have no history with these movies at all this was the first i had seen both of them okay so i was very ill prepared as of two days ago (laughs) okay (laughs) when i watched these um because like with austin powers which is what we did last time yeah i had seen them all before and was obsessed with one of them for a good chunk of my childhood. Yes. Uh, however, these, I, I know I'm aware of them. Mm-hmm. And I remember the cell coming out and it being like a thing. Yeah. Um, but I had never seen it because I was 12 when it came out. Yeah, so yeah. Um, So I, 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 I went on for a ride this time.
0: You did. You yeah. Did. Well, I mean, the reason why I thought you'd be good for this was because... Apparently, because this Casino Royale with um, Peter Sellers and who's the actual main guy in this movie? Uh, um, David Niven. David Niven, uh was like the base of Austin Powers. So yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, really cool to you know sort yeah of revisit and see the similarities and all yeah. that kind of stuff in there. And then because it's alphabetical the cell came with it so you were yep. stuck it was fine. That's
1: right. I mean I mean the I mean together at last. Am yes. I right? It <laughs> is right. it was <laughs>
0: <laughs> just together going on one stream to the other. So good. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I mean I must admit like though watching both of these movies were painful in two very different ways um so i would like i spaced out watching these like days apart
1: yeah uh i watched them both in a row one after the other okay um i had to stop a whole bunch in casino royale
0: okay
2: uh
1: because i was i was writing down notes and i felt like i was just like missing
0: things yeah i
1: would like look down and be like wait what who is that what is happening now
0: well, yeah, random people would show up, random stuff yeah. was happening, and you're like, this doesn't fit into anything in any way. It shape, was,
1: it is the craziest structured movie. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And there are also, I, how many James Bonds are there in? Well,
0: technically, every single spy in the movie is 007 James right. Bond. So there's like eight of them, I think, yeah. they, they talk to directly, yeah. but tangentially, all spies are 007 right. that work with uh M I six or whatever. Yeah,
1: which I thought was kind of an intriguing kind of thing. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's I mean it what was weird was that it, t- it so it came out in 67. Yes. Um which is before they changed James Bond's. Yes. So that was the same was, year so as, Sean Connery was yeah. James Bond, yeah. So it was You Only Live Twice was mm-hmm. coming out that same year. Mm-hmm. But it sort of makes reference to the fact that they're changing personas.
0: Yeah, well, because that was the thing I found interesting about this movie is that they've, like, it's, it's always been, like, a fan theory that the yeah. way James Bond works is that 007 slash a name James Bond is really just a pseudonym that gets moved mm-hmm. on from person to person, whoever takes this level, right? Right and but in this they're just like yeah i'm the original james bond yeah that guy can have it but that guy's a dick don't let that guy have it yeah they're just like what
1: which i thought yeah. was a fun like oh they're throwing shade at sean connery that <laughs> yes, oversexed <they> <laughs> maniac
0: <laughs> and then the james the well of course the peter sellers james Bond they bring in he's like completely oblivious and actually the original james Bond's also kind of not oblivious to the sex part of it, yeah. but he's just like, I'm good.
1: They have, yeah, so they have to ruin his celibate image. Yes. Yeah.
0: Which I thought was an odd way to put it.
1: Oh, it was, and it's then the horniest movie I've ever seen. It was the weirdest and super uncomfortable amount of horny. Yes.
0: yes. I was, I sat there a lot of the time with my mouth agape going, Dude.
1: What? <laughs> I think throughout <laughs> the whole evening of watching, the, the phrase, Oh no, came out of my <laughs> mouth to no one. I was alone. <laughs> oh no.
0: Oh me too. Half my notes are Oh, look this happened. This happened. What is that? What? Huh? What is going on? <laughs> and then 3 notes later, what is happening? 3 notes later. Huh? <laughs> 3 notes later. Uh, that's just that's yeah. just how it how it is. So My first
1: note was about what the video store clerk said to me when I rented it, <laughs> which was is this the one you want? <laughs>
0: I mean that is that is a legit question. Yeah.
1: Are you sure? Wait. Uh, Brett, you meant Daniel Craig, right? Like we, you got the wrong little tab. You meant yeah. you meant the one is. You're it... like
0: remember this, this one is 67. Yeah. So it's not it's not the same one. Yeah. That came out that has all the cool stuff. Yeah. The other one.
1: Which is actually like the the 2006 one is my favorite James Bond movie. I
0: love. I think it's a great movie.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. And like I've seen it a hundred times, yep. and I'm like, oh, I can. And what was weird is this one's sort of had sections where it followed that oh, structure. Yeah. And, yeah. and
0: that's the thing. I was watching it, and at certain points, I was like, oh, this is the this is the actual storyline from this movie, and then, oh, this is where the Austin Powers part comes in. Oh, this is the part from the movie. Oh, this is where the Austin Powers... Like, and yeah. it just kept going back and forth with mm-hmm. the different references. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah. So shall we go into just, like, the... We'll start with Royale, right? That's the that was the first one I watched. Okay, yeah. Um and we can kind of go through yeah. how that works. Yeah. Because I would like well, some clarification.
0: Well, so okay, so so first thing, the the first thing I found out about this movie after I finished watching it and I was doing a little research, because I was just confused about all of this, was it has six directors. Yeah. Six different directors, and each director had a specific thing they were directing okay right so they have a guy named val guest he directed scenes with woody allen and additional scenes with david nevin mm-hmm. okay then there was ken hughes and he did all the berlin scenes then there was john houston who did the scenes with sir james bond's house and the castle in scotland which is like the first like 20 minutes right. of the movie um, then there's a guy named Joseph McGrath who did scenes with Peter Sellers, Ursula Andress and Orson Welles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's, um, the, the Dreamcast. Yeah. The, <laughs> that part. And the, the part with like the, the round bed and he's like doing uh, costume yeah. changes. Yes. And saying. he's like,
1: do I make you horny baby? Yeah. And, and like, uh, Randy. Hey. Yes. <laughs>
0: I was just like, oh my God, this is so horrible. Um, And then there was Robert Parrish who did um scenes with Peter Sellers and Orson Welles. Peter Sellers and Orson Welles apparently hated each other. Yeah. And their scenes were filmed completely separately. Like uh, mm. Peter Sellers was talking to a wall. Orson Welles was talking to whatever. Yeah. In their separate scenes. Yeah. That's why that scene came across so weird. And apparently Richard Tal- Talamage did the finale. Okay so
1: i mean I guess, yeah. I, I guess that would account for why it's so disjointed
0: yes because yeah. every scene looks so different from each other people don't look like they're interacting and i found out why right. and it just makes no sense yeah well
1: orson wells is notoriously difficult yes um mm-hmm. like he directed his own scenes for uh third man okay yeah and so like it's just like, he just doesn't take direction. Yeah. Um, and... He does what he wants to do. Yeah. Also, he got real fat a lot earlier than I thought he did.
2: <laughs> yes. Steak au poivre. <laughs> like, he's... <laughs>
1: yeah. So, like, I mean, I know that, like, later on, Orson Welles is sort of, like, a drunk and, like, having a lot of problems. At least that's the, the Internet's version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, And he was, like, his last role is for Transformers the movie. Which is just a very depressing end to the person that made yeah, Citizen did, like, Kane. Yeah, just like a voice for it or yeah.
0: whatever, And you're just like, oh. oh no.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> but at the time, Transformers were so cool. Yeah. So.
1: But it's Orson Welles. Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> it's really It's sort of true like, of oh, no. But that's kind of how we got to start, though, in like media. It was yeah. Doing voice work and scaring people. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, it kind of fits. But I think that was supposed to be like a put his his voice in something really popular and then his name's going to get back out and then he's going to do more things again. But he died, th- yeah. So it didn't go on. Well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Loved ice cream. I've heard that story from Peter Bogdanovich. Loved
0: ice. Cream.
1: He loves ice cream. Okay. Because he, he, he was living at Peter Bogdanovich's house for a long who, time.
0: You were saying these names like, I'm, like oh, that guy. Yeah. Peter
1: Bogdanovich is um he's a, a film critic, um okay. but he also made Last Picture Show and he's a he's a filmmaker as well. Okay. I think probably more known as that. I think you'd probably know him if you saw his face. Okay. Um, but he was like living with peter bogdanovich Mm -hmm. and stealing his ice cream and apparently (laughs) lit himself on fire by accident once because he fell asleep with a cigar in his mouth
0: oh my god okay yeah all right um these are the things you hear
1: yep so he he had he had some problems later on i just but 67 is a lot earlier than i thought he was Mm. kind of i mean this i guess is his magic period because he's doing a lot of magic
0: yes well because i was really wondering why he was Le Chifre, right? Yeah. Why was he a magician? Famous
1: magician, Le Chifre. I was <laughs> like,
0: what the hell is happening? Why is the table levitating? What are these lights? What's going on? Again, mm-hmm. what's going on is a thing that shows up very regularly. Orson in-
1: Welles. <laughs> Welles loves magic. He did that movie called F for Fake, <laughs>
0: okay. which is
1: all just like magic trick movie things. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, when I was watching it, I'm like, oh, he just said, I'm going to do magic now. <laughs> And everyone's going to clap that's for not- me doing magic, and that's the end.
0: <laughs> uh, I just sat there very confused, as, you know, would be expected, I would hope. Yeah. Because I don't think, I don't even think the people making the movie knew what was going on.
1: No. I mean, it seemed like it was a series of sketches, right? Yes. Like, it's, it's very, like, there's the stuff with Sir James Bond in the castle, which is um, worrisome. And then there's, mm-hmm. um, what's the part after that? Is the next part with...
0: That's the part where they go to the Scottish Ooh. Castle. Right,
1: so there's the Scottish Castle part. And yeah. then is Peter Sellers right after that?
0: Uh, no, there's still something else. What's... between? Aww. Oh, no, maybe that is right. right. They, they get Peter Sellers, and then they introduce him to Ursula Andress, which is Vesper Lind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do the whole weird dating thing, and then they go to the casino. But that's right. also like half the movie at that point. Right. Well, there's also the so...
1: Mata Bond part with... Sir James Bond and Matahari's Daughter, where she yeah, goes to spy school in Berlin.
0: But isn't that with, oh, yeah. Is that
1: before the, I think that's before the Peter Sellers. So I oh, think is it that goes. before
0: the Peter Sellers? I
1: feel, it's at least before the big chunk of Peter Sellers.
0: Yes, it is. Because it's like, because you, it's like, I think it's her. Then you get introduced to Peter Sellers and then they go back to her and they right. do the whole thing. And then they right. come back. Yes, right. to Peter Sellers. Yeah. yeah, And then
1: there's I mean, a whole Woody Allen part just thrown on there at the end. Oh, he's introduced early on, too.
0: Yeah, but if for like three seconds, yeah. and you're just like, what? And then he shows up at the end, and I noticed his chair in his end scene looks like Dr. Evil's chair. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? That's <laughs> where they got it from. Okay. They knew. They knew. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, I was just, this just goes all over the place.
1: Yeah. It has the craziest cast. That was my first note because yes. the it's got so who I, I wrote down, um, Jean-Paul Belmondo and Nicholas Rogue mm. did. So Jean-Paul Ma- Belmondo was in Breathless, okay. the Jean-Luc Godard movie, okay. um, which is like one of the coolest movies ever for me. For me personally, because I'm, I'm a I'm giant. I'm
2: sorry, I'm shrugging. I know yeah, a giant I know. <laughs> film
1: nerd person <laughs> okay. loves that movie. Yeah, um, it's like cool French '60s thing. So he plays okay. the. Um, French Legionnaire at the very end okay. in the saloon fight.
0: Oh, that yeah. guy. Okay, yeah. I get it. Um,
1: and uh, Nicholas Rogue is he did additional photography on this movie, but mm-hmm. he is a um a director as well. He did Don't Look Now, mm-hmm. um, Walk about just like uh, Man Who Fell to Earth, the David Bowie oh, movie. That yes. was him.
0: Okay.
1: Um, cool. he did all kinds. Of, he's like a a a European art director guy from yeah. the seventies and eighties.
0: Okay, because you seem to like all of those really artsy like films. <laughs> I don't do art films that well, because mm-hmm. they, like, I know they're supposed to be, you know, existential and, um, like, blow your mind and yeah. think differently and all that kind of stuff. And I just sit there going, what? Ugh. Yeah, well, Casino <laughs> Royale did that for me more
1: than any of those movies did.
0: Well, there you go. I mean, I think there's a good reason for it in this movie. That is for sure. Well, because who else do they have in here? Well,
1: no we we, we talked don't. about orson wells and hmm. woody allen well, and i was
0: surprised ursula andrus was in it because right. I mean, she was the original bond girl um yeah. in dr no they do make reference to dr noah mm-hmm, in this mm-hmm. um which i was just like Haha, and see what you did there uh, <laughs> So it was very interesting <laughs> to see her in there and why she would do this
1: well it was i think was she doing her real voice in this movie
0: you know what? I don't know what her real voice yeah, is. Yeah,
1: exactly. Cuz she didn't do the voice in Dr. No.
0: No, she had a she had a it was she was British. She was a British sounding voice right. in Dr. No, right? Yeah. Right.
1: But that's a that's all ADR. Like that's okay. not her actual her actual voice. They yeah. dubbed her over with somebody else. Okay. Um cuz I, I, I don't think she that. is okay. a native English speaker. I okay. believe she's Swedish. I could be wrong. So then maybe that was
0: her real voice in this It could have been, because I think
1: she had kind of a funny accent in this. Yes,
0: she did. And I was just like, what is, like, are you trying to do something? Right. Or or what's happening with that? So, interesting. Okay.
1: has a great theme song. Yes. I I wrote a note about that. It's Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. (laughs) Yes. Um, And that song was used in an SNL sketch that I love. (laughs) Is that (laughs) why? Yeah, that's why, like, I was like, I know this song. How do I know this song? (laughs) And it's and it's Will Forte dancing in the locker room to the song with Peyton Manning.
2: Okay. Yeah,
1: my brain. I'm I'm a dysfunctional person. Uh-huh. <laughs> it no, makes weirdo I, connections.
0: I don't think that's a weirdo connection. I make some very odd connections sometimes too. It's to- I totally get it. Um actually talking about the music. Um Bert Bacharach did the music for this movie, which I thought was amazing.
1: It's another awesome powers connection.
0: Exactly, because he brought in and he did um uh What the World Needs Now is Love Sweet Love or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the songs for this movie that they played several times throughout yep. it like snippets and all that. It's a kind motif. Of stuff. It's a yeah. motif. There you go. Um so I thought that was really interesting. I did like the very hyper super psychedelic 60s sound of the movie yeah though. like i loved the sound of it
1: but there's some neat flourishes for sure like mm-hmm. there's some some um photography techniques that are used later on and yeah. some film processing and stuff that it's like really wild and interesting mm-hmm. i don't know what any of it meant but it was neat
0: yeah it was just like they were trying to throw stuff in there that i was like what yeah um i'm looking at the dvd cover and one of the quotes here is a spoof to end all spy spoofs yeah, because it will kill a genre. That's why. <laughs>
1: because no one would attempt it again after watching. The, well, uh, <laughs> and
0: what? That took, what, another um, 30 years before it was attempted again? You know, yeah, no, Powers. that's so, true. So there you go. Almost killed it. Then it was revived.
1: Well, I remember there's like a quote from um, uh, Pierce Brosnan about mm-hmm. Austin Powers. And he just said, like, oh, yeah, they got us real good. We had to change everything we were doing after that. (laughs) Because it was just a joke at that point.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, well, especially with the Pierce Brosnan movies. Yes.
1: Yeah, no, they took a deep dive at the end of that. uh,
0: (laughs) Like, I don't think it was... The thing is, I don't think it was Pierce Brosnan's fault. Oh, no. It was just the movies he was put in were just garbage. Yeah. Like, they were so ridiculous. Like, they weren't even... Like, they were spoofs of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, going over ice and your car turns into, like, an ice skating car that shoots rockets at, like, an ice castle. No,
1: we're talking about the bad ones. Oh, we're talking about the bad right. ones. Right. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Sorry. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Those are so bad.
1: Yeah, no, Die Another Day, I think, is the first time I ever left a movie, mm-hmm. like, from the theater and went, that was bad. That was, because, like, when you're a kid... <laughs> It's just like like movies, and then you that, that was the one yeah. that broke me. I was like, "Oh, this was terrible. You're this like, was not a good movie."
0: <laughs> you like, I can actually tell the difference between good and bad yeah. films now. What have I done? Yeah, no, yeah. It,
1: it was a it was a straw that broke the camel's back on that one. <laughs> no,
0: I think I think though what happens is as a kid, no matter what you see, everything is good because you don't really have anything else to compare it to. Yeah. But then you get to a certain age where you've seen enough that you get to compare things, and then you're just like. Oh, that's the difference, right? you know, because you've been seeing squares all along and then you see a circle and you're like, what the shit? (laughs) That has no corners. (laughs) What? (laughs) So, and either that circle is a good thing or a bad thing. It's up to your brain to figure that out, but still, you know, it's just, ugh.
1: Well, I already made it through Christmas Jones I had no problem with that. Oh, in uh, world God. is not enough. I was super into that. I
0: thought Christmas only came once a year. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I believe no. the movie
1: was based on that joke. <laughs> they had that joke first, <laughs> and we're gonna build a movie around the cum, co- the cum joke.
0: <laughs> oh, it was so wrong. Like I think I literally like I saw all of these movies in the theater mm-hmm. horribly. Um, and I think I audibly was just like, "What?" You know, just I—I could—it it went too far. Yeah. Like There's a there because every James Bond movie has at least two puns that like make you roll your eyes yeah. and sigh horribly and everything. But even that one, I was like, "You gone too far." Yeah,
1: nuclear scientist too Christmas Jones.
0: Yeah, like uh,
1: who dressed yeah. like Laura Croft. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, she was, you know, doing things in the field. Yep, yep. So she had to dress the part. Booty shorts and a tight top. What else are you supposed to wear? Yeah, you
1: know, nuclear scientist costume. Mm. I know what I'm going is Halloween this year. Nuclear scientist. <laughs> nuclear scientist Lara Croft.
0: Love it. What else do I have here? I have a lot of random notes here. Mm. Title credits are ridiculous. Made in a time when credits were at the beginning of the movie, not the end. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I made a note of that.
1: Yeah, well I mean it was that's sort of in the James Bond kind of like all the James Bond movies have those lavish huge credit sequences. Yes, like they that's do. like the the big trope, right? So mm-hmm. this was actually rather uh, restrained for one of those. Like usually those have like boobs in it. Like that's like yeah. usually those are like yeah. the ladies. Well, that's and what I thought was really weird about it. Stuff. It was just
0: like letters that like had like um, cherubs and stuff blowing horns yeah. on the side of it and it was weirdly drawn and I was like yeah. what is what is happening here? It was also but, hard
1: to read. I had it, to, it with those first letters. I'm like who's eater sellers? Oh, <laughs> oh. right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well no because the thing is, is when I say like the credits were at the beginning of the movie I'm not talking about like just uh, like Title credits. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about like they had 90% of the movie Mm -hmm. credits overall at the beginning. And I don't know when that norm changed to the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. But it was sometime in like the 70s, I want to say, that happened. So I thought like I was just watching and I was like, these credits are crazy long. Mm -hmm. Like they're long. Like even... Well, I think too, like you were saying, with the lavish openings of regular James Bond movies, it's fine. It's a three-minute song. Right. You got this whole thing happening. You're not bored with it. But this, I was just like, it just keeps going. Why yeah, it was quite it?
1: long. Well, you got to get that uh, Herb Alpert song all the way through. Oh boy.
0: Yes. Ugh, it was quite. uh A little bit much.
1: Yeah, it's like Little Spanish Flea. They also did Little Spanish Flea. That's uh, that's them. I like
0: and Spanish Flea. Yeah. Now that's in my head. Great. Um, and I also enjoyed the, uh, what was the other song? The Debussy song that they kept playing throughout. Because James Bond, at the end of every day, played Debussy until the sunset or whatever. Oh, really? Right. Uh, that was part of the beginning of it. And they played it like three times in the movie. And I was like... <laughs> I like this song, but you're killing it for yep. me. Please stop.
1: Well, I mean, t- that director didn't know that the other one had put it in. So there was like, <laughs> we're going to put it in here.
0: Look how clever I am. Each of the six directors made completely separate movies. And they just stuck it <laughs> That's together. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is oh, even happening? Also, I thought the anti-female spy device ugh, was my comment. About oh, that. I don't
1: remember. What was that?
0: Um, so the anti-female spy device was to train male spies to repel sexual advances. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. So there was that whole scene where all the women were just coming at yep. him and like rubbing up and, and then he just like flipped them on the floor. Yeah. That's he rough stuff. Horribly. Yeah. Just like, oh my God. Yeah.
1: And one of them's dressed as Honey Rider from uh, Dr. No. Uh, Ursula Andress's character. She had like the little knife and the white bathing suit. That's... Uh... Did
0: she really? Yeah. I did not notice that. Yeah, but... I wrote
1: that down as a note. I but yeah, no, know. a lot of this movie has to do with not having sex with beautiful ladies Yeah, that are throwing themselves at people, mm-hmm. Um, which is a very odd thing. Yeah. Because um, it's very... It's a lot of old British men Yes. that are, that are just like catnip to the ladies positive mm-hmm. to this movie. Now, I think the night before I watched this, you know who Neil Breen is? No. So he is a um big air quotes filmmaker. Um, <laughs> he's actually a real estate agent in Las Vegas. Okay. Um but he makes these movies, and I watched one on um on Friday night called Fateful Findings. Okay. Um, and it's available for free on Pornhub. So Thanks. you can watch it there. Yeah. Um it's my plug for <laughs> pornography. Um <laughs> But he makes these movies where it's it's a written, directed, edited. Everything's done by him. Mm-hmm. Um, he stars in it. Um, and he's always sort of like this godlike figure. Okay. And one of these... The movie that I watched had a scene where this like young girl who is in high school is trying to seduce me He's like no this is wrong mm-hmm. so it's just like this kind of weird trope yeah as like a weird self-aggrandizing thing where people like have women throwing themselves at them but they say no because that's wrong
2: so they No,
0: but i think also it has to do with it's a bit of a power trip as right. well right yeah. because i have this power over them that they want me but they can't have right me kind of thing it it was really surprisingly off-putting how they did it. Yeah. You know, like it's because I didn't have a problem with him saying no to women. Yeah. Because they actually do that in Austin Powers at one point mm-hmm. in time, especially in the first one when um what's her name? Mrs. Kensington. Oh, Kensington. She's super drunk, throwing stuff and he's like, No, no, it would be wrong, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I was fine with it. I didn't find anything offensive about it, yep. whatever. But in this, it was literally like physically accosting people Mm -hmm. because they're in love with you. Right. And you're just like,
1: Oh, it is so squeamish and uncomfortable. I mean that that whole the whole Scottish castle thing. Oh,
0: oh my is, god,
1: is is rough yeah. uh, because it explicitly says how old they are.
0: Yeah, at one point he's like, "How old are you?" He's, she's like, "I'm 17 and you're naked in a bathtub with her as she washes you. Yeah,
1: and he's no. conservatively hundred and five years old. Yeah, <laughs> and not a young hundred and five years old.
0: <laughs> like a like a nice wrinkly. Yeah, 105 he does
1: not look good. Yeah, um, and this yeah. is not a good look on him. Yeah. Um that was a puzzling scene cuz I kind of lost the context of it. I was like, "Wait, why did he go to this castle?"
0: Well, because It was of, because M died? It, it, well, that's the thing. I ha- I watched half that scene and I was just like cuz he kept saying M is this person and then somebody was playing the wife cuz she was the only one who could do a Scottish accent and I right. was like, "But everybody there did a Scottish accent." Right. And I was like, "Why do, why are there were all these women in this thing again. Yeah. And...
1: So, from what I glean, so M died...
0: In the, like sc-
1: I don't I, in that explosion or off screen. I'm not sure. I know his okay. hair got blown off, his which hair, yeah. I wrote down heirloom. Yes,
0: yeah, so, so did I. Actually, wrote down heirloom. <laughs> I did put down as
1: in loom. I found a joke. <laughs> I, found I
0: said a- my note is exactly ha 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 heirloom. Yeah, that is
1: my note. Mine retracted the ha ha ha. Just wrote heirloom. Oh.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: Um, so, I, from what I understand, he's delivering the remains of M to his widow. Oh, this is what Sir James Bond thinks. Yes. Now, Smirsch, yes. which is the evil corporation, mm-hmm. um, has is tricking him, and these are actually all Smirsch agents, mm-hmm. and they're there to, and I wrote this down, uh, ruin his celibate image. Okay. Um, and that's the plot of that whole act
0: okay like you're not really answering any of my questions <laughs> even though that's probably that's more than what i previously knew yeah. about the scene in the movie <laughs> Uh, It just raises more questions to me, personally. So I'm just going to skip over it. Okay. Because, and then there was that whole scene with, like, the weird, like, guards and the giant rock they were trying to throw at each other.
1: That was confounding. Yeah. Yeah. I (laughs) I don't know what that was and why he's somehow so much stronger than these very large men. Because, as I said, he's conservatively 187 years old. Yeah,
0: he's probably 100 pounds wet. Yeah. Um, and you have these like giant, I'm going to say they're Scottish dudes because they were wearing kilts, I don't know, mm-hmm. who are like 300 pounds, lots of muscles, all that kind of stuff. They couldn't pick up like a round ball thing, though it was probably very heavy and I probably couldn't pick it up, but yep. they look like people who could pick it up. Yeah. Yet every one of them tried to pick it up and they, f- some horrible thing happened to them in yep. that process. It was a,
1: it was a kind of a three Stooges-y kind of like falling okay. scene.
0: Okay. You're insulting the three students right now. Don't do that. That's rude. Well, I mean,
1: safe to say comedy has not changed in the last 50 years. No,
0: not at all. Not at all. Uh, and yeah, and then apparently because he could pick up the bolder, the quote unquote um widow falls in love with him. Probably. Right.
1: Which is at least, I think she's like almost age appropriate. Yes. Yeah. So I I'll, I'll give them that, that one. Yes. Um, as that one not being creepy. And I wrote down that her goodbye scene was actually pretty funny.
0: For running away to go to the nunnery? Yeah.
1: yeah. She just like, oh, that's a nunnery over there and then she just runs away. <laughs> <I know>. like, <laughs> and I'm like, that's that's pretty good.
0: You're like, all right.
1: Yeah. And I think my next laugh was what with sadly Woody Allen's first introduction scene. <laughs> was actually like a pretty good joke.
0: Um I'm gonna say yes. I was amused by it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. so he's escaping, he escapes a firing squad, Mm -hmm. jumps over the wall, Yes. and there's another firing squad on the end of (laughs) that wall. Yes pretty good. I mean, like, it was sort of a despite-myself laugh. It's Mm -hmm. just all like, oh, no, it's Woody Allen. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing his Woody Allen thing. Uh, When he
0: showed up that early in the movie, I was very scared he was going to be in a lot of the movie, and it would annoy me. But, no, he shows up there, and then he shows up all the way at the end of the movie for like five minutes. Yeah. And And you're just like,
1: what? Yeah. No, they wanted to save their ace in the hole for the end there. (laughs) Their timeless Woody Allen...
0: (laughs) Uh I yeah. wrote down
1: that this is his if I did it. What
0: do
1: you Oh if I did it was um the book that OJ Simpson wrote.
0: Oh, oh my god. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, those are not two things that are, I easily connect <laughs> to yeah, each no, other. Yep. Um <laughs> but thank you for explaining. Yeah, no,
1: no. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> this is uh <laughs> This is Woody Allen's <laughs> veiled confession. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, there was actually one joke in there that I thought was pretty funny. Um, it was during that same anti-female spy device thing, where uh, one of the guys was like, "Call me Coop." She was like, "That sounds like something for birds," and he's like, "That's me." Mm-hmm. And I thought that. was Oh, really okay.
1: I did not catch that. That's not a bad joke. It
0: that's is pretty a, good. It was like, of course, the way I said it is horrible, but you yeah. know, as clever banter, it's quite yeah. Lovely. That's a cute joke. Like, a that's a fun.
1: That's a fun thing. I remember her saying that and I think I just zoned out as yeah. like coop. Oh right. Bird coop. And then I just like missed the <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Twin Peaks for oh, the last okay. few months, and like the main character's name on that, it's Coop, and I'm like, yeah. I never put it together that like that's a bird coop.
0: Yeah, and chicks are birds at that point, right? Time, right? So yeah, and that's why he's like, "That's me, yeah, because I am for birds." It's pretty go. good, pretty I thought, good. I thought that was a good. I think one. that was
1: James Bond number three at that point. Yeah, who wasn't even? He didn't even have a section, did he?
0: No, it was just like that one scene. Just that one scene where she was like. She had all of like the male agents lined up, and she was making out with each right. one, and oh, then God. decided that that one was the good one to make out with, and then they moved to the bed right. for some reason. And Mrs.
1: Moneypenny's like, daughter. Yes. Oh God.
0: Yes. So that was oh. that was a whole other thing. They
1: could have just had it be Money Penny, and it not be specifically a very young girl.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but the thing is about um, Money Penny, though. Like they make a small reference to it in this is James Bond is always mean to Moneypenny in all yeah. of the movies. And even in this, the young Moneypenny mentions that, you know, she didn't have a good time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think James Bond actually says, you're much better looking than I remember. Oof so uh yeah
1: timeless comedy yeah just holds up in today's climate
0: you know there's there's nothing mean or wrong about that at all yeah no gotcha. a
1: 210 year old man hitting on what i what i'm hoping is an 18 year old girl
0: mm-hmm. probably <laughs> probably younger 16 17 oh. that kind of thing yeah hmm. um oh one note i made here is like i don't know what the fuck baccarat is
1: oh okay yeah it's very difficult um i've heard the explanation of it before i believe it's trying to get to nine
0: just to nine.
1: right it's sort of like i I believe the basis is sort of like blackjack except Mm -hmm. you're going to nine instead of 21
0: okay and so the stuff that they're yelling all the time is bonk yeah i do okay it's just
1: baccarat words i okay. don't i don't quite know that. i've never played it um but that is what they that is the original casino royale that is what they're playing yeah so okay. that is like a legit uh a, bl- a legit thing let's see what about well, I well yeah because I,
0: I realized in the newest one of course they're playing poker but i yeah. think it's just because most people now don't know what baccarat is right whereas back in the day when people did casinos they did card games more regularly mm-hmm. they would know what that was right. easily right but now it's like
1: well for my understanding the book. I haven't read the casino Royale book, the Ian Fleming book. Yeah. Um, but I believe he goes pretty intricately into how to play it. Like there's like a whole section in it of well, how to play it. But that's know, the
0: thing way. with the Peter Sellers James Bond, he is a baccarat player who wrote a book about baccarat. Right. Uh, who um Le Chiffre is a very big fan of his. mm-hmm and has read his book, and that's why they team him up to beat him right. at Baccarat, because he's the only one who's good enough to beat him at Yeah,
1: which isn't, like, a bad idea. No. Like, it's sort of, like, that's sort of a neat thing, where it's, like, yeah. someone who wrote, like, they, they would recruit someone who wrote, like, a book about how to, like, a, a foolproof way of winning this game, is and this. this is how we're going to, like, screw Lashif over so he can turn, yeah. or whatever it is. It that's That's sense. not bad. Yeah. Um, but they
0: made it weird and yeah. made the from magician and you know I don't I don't know. And two seconds before that, there was a fashion show and he made people sexy on a round bed. I didn't get it. It's oh god, t- I, I
1: blocked that out of my memory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, that was the one scene. I was like, oh, here's the Austin Powers stuff. That's why he's a photographer. And, right? You know, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he was like rolling around on the bed and he was like whatever, and these were right. sort of switched spots. But I was like, oh, that's where it is. Yeah. Gotcha. I thought that was really, you know, stuff. Uh, I think
1: I did write one note about uh, the um, anti-spy, the anti-female spy device, mm-hmm. um, which was he says he's has a Kama Sutra black belt.
0: I Which, okay. you know
1: what that kind of made me laugh. Because it's cause he like lists off all these dumb like taekwondo, judo, Kama Sutra black belt. And it's just kind of a throw-off kind of thing. You're like, wait, how do you do that? Is there some sort of certification I can get? Or
0: Well, you gotta look into that. You know, yeah, no, I mean,
1: it's I, maybe it's a
2: sixties. Maybe thing. yeah, it's possible. You know.
0: Maybe it's a secret society thing too as well. Um I liked it when they uh actually thought it was really weird when they went into uh he first gets to the base and they go into like Q's layer. They're testing all the different devices Mm -hmm. and stuff. And for some reason there's guys in the background in wetsuits doing archery. And it's like, why?
1: Yeah. It's like a biathlon. They're training for the Olympics. Sure. Yeah.
0: Um, and then they make an, uh, backhanded comment about like the wristwatch that, Mm-hmm. you can see people at they're like oh they got it from the americans who got it from a comic strip and i was like oh reference to dick tracy Yay. yeah
1: everyone's favorite james bond trope is referencing <laughs> dick tracy cartoons <laughs>
0: no,
1: <right. laughs> i wrote down that there's a james bond toad school i'm sorry what so in the in that scene in okay. that same scene there is a little person as a gnome
0: oh yeah was, that is
1: following him. yeah and
0: he was like why is he's not very good at it yeah he's i can see that he's following me and he's like that's our our best security guard yeah
1: that's the security man here yeah Yeah. um now there's a close-up shot of the little person and there's a large mushroom next to him and it says james bond toadstool and i don't know why that was the most like that is what i want to go in i want a full movie about what that is
0: it's just how Q came up with this for this to make this. Why,
1: thing. <laughs> like, just I didn't need a full breakdown of that specific offhand sight gag.
0: Yeah, I I'll tell you the truth, I completely missed it.
1: Yeah, I had Did... to. Fr- I froze for. It. I went back and I was <laughs> no. like, "Wait, what is happening? Why is there a t- like? What is that?"
0: Oh my god. Okay. Um. I. Sh- i, I um, again. I'm shrugging. Yeah. Because I have no idea. No idea whatsoever.
1: Uh and I think I think the next part is uh Meta Bond which is all the stuff in Berlin. That's my next note. Mm-hmm. And that she's also creepy.
0: <laughs> oh, I made one comment before that part though when they're um checking him for his suit. Right. And he's like how do you dress? Usually away from the window? Right. I don't know why I thought that was amusing. It's not bad. I, I I thought that was amusing. As I well. think
1: pretty much any reference to direct directional dressing is kind of <laughs> funny. Like, it's a really fun dick joke.
0: <laughs> is that what it is, though? It is a dick joke, yes. Because
1: <laughs> I have made that joke before. <laughs> that is a dick joke.
0: Gotcha. I think I said,
1: um, I think my joke was like, if you have a direction that you dress, you should not be wearing sweatpants in
2: public. <laughs>
0: Okay, that's a good joke. Yeah, yes, I like that one. That's a, that's a good one. Mm. Um, and most people will probably agree with you. Yep. There you go. Um, <laughs> um, I did make notes. I made a note that I was supposed to look up about Matahari. Mm-hmm. And I felt so smart watching this because I was like, I know about Matahari because last week on Drunk History, they did a thing about Matahari. <laughs> and I was like, I know something. Mm-hmm. It's teaching me stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. And I wrote down what I remembered, which was she was a world traveler who performed Indonesian dances and became rich as a dancer for the rich. And then they gave her money to spy, and then she was caught, and somebody lied about her, and then she was framed for something, and they killed her for mm-hmm. the firing squad. Right, that's what I remember. Okay, yeah, that makes
1: yeah. It about sense. Like she she spied for the British, correct?
0: Well, actually, she was given money by the Russians or the Germans at first, and she took the money but didn't actually spy. Right. And then she was given money by the British, and then she was like, you know what? I am going to do this one. And then because they somebody found out she took money from the Russians but didn't right. actually do anything, then they said, oh, she's actually a double agent. Right, right. Or something like that. So in this
1: like? movie, James Bond had an affair with her, which and I they think had was a fun, together. and they had yeah. a daughter together. Mm-hmm. But he then had to take her back to England to the firing squad. I believe was implied in this one. Yes. Right.
0: Yes. So he was the the agent that had to bring her in. Right. Um. Originally, and uh, that was just the one woman he ever truly loved, yeah. kind of thing. Um. But out of that came um. Mata Bond, mm-hmm. which is the dumbest name ever. Yep. Anyways, but yeah, so and Matabon was dropped off at a orphanage at 3 years old by him and then so then she was given to, or ended up in some shrine somewhere as the right. virgin goddess. Yeah. And she was like a very dancer kind of. She wasn't a virgin.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah, there's some weird stuff with her and her Dad,
0: yeah, she hits on her. She's like, if you weren't my father, I yeah, good... yeah. I was and like... he's
1: like, blah 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 blah, then it's it's very I wrote yeah, that is, that all... was my note is that she's also creepy,
0: yes, so yeah. I mean, I guess that's where the relation comes in. I don't yeah. I was like that makes me uncomfortable that he's a
1: weird gross horned dog, just like her,
0: <laughs> just like her, yes, she that's where she gets it from at least, yeah. you know. And right after my note about Mata Hari, it literally says, what is going on? Exclamation mark.
1: Right. So uh, she goes off to spy school. Yes. Right. And which is in Berlin. So it looks like the cabin of uh, Dr. Caligari. Yes. Right. So it's all these weird, crazy angles and...
0: See, I thought it was more looked like, um, you know, what's that guy's name? I'm going to keep talking until I remember what it is. M.C. Escher. Right. Um, you know, like that room with like the stairs on the top and the bottom mm-hmm. and the whatever and it like all angles. Yeah. That's all it reminded me of. Right. And I was just like, again, what is going on? Right. Because it, it just completely changed. And I know they were in West Berlin, East Berlin? Uh, West. West Berlin. Yeah and they were trying to get all that brutalist look to it and yep, everything. Yeah, yeah, But still I was just like you've gone way too far.
1: Yeah, and I think that's that was a joke that that mm-hmm. thing because there's a, a film movement in Germany in the 20s mm-hmm. uh, called German expressionism. Yeah. And that was all that's what it looked like. It yeah. had all those crazy angles and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's a fun reference to that. I don't know who that's for besides me apparently um but it's also like i think they spent a lot of money and time on that and i just went "Eh, that's okay that's fun
0: well the thing is i got the reference right i was still confused though and and i think it's it's that reason i'm like who is this for why is this here yeah this like i i understand it's german but Why was you know that's the only thing that's going through my brain. Yeah, so I was like, I don't know.
1: Well, I guess it would be sort of if like they went to like Japan and everyone was a samurai and had like uh, no makeup on and like doing like the opera stuff. It was just sort of like that's how we view. They do like
0: they're all doing kabuki. kabuki. Yeah, exactly. So that means. Everybody would be male, so Right.
1: <laughs> Which would be that would be a twist. That would
0: be a twist, yes. You'd <laughs> be confused like, why is nobody throwing themselves at me? And you're like, oh, okay. Why uh, is only that
1: one guy doing it?
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so weird. Um, and then and so and then James Bond goes to his hotel room and there's a Miss Good Thighs that drugs him. Right. Um, and then that's when I noticed Elizabeth Hurley's look in mm-hmm. Austin Powers was completely misgoodized.
1: Okay, yeah, she I didn't looked, pick up on that.
0: Really, I found she looked as soon as I saw her. I was like, "Oh, that's oh no, it's not. It's somebody else, obviously, because this is 1967." Mm-hmm. But like her look was exactly like her like makeup, her face, her hair, the way it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, the part where she like um Elizabeth Hurley dresses up in the Austin Powers movie is what this is like. It's not like her button-up shirt and pants yeah so, it, it wasn't that um so i thought that was really interesting um so i was like "Ooh, that's where they get it from and then my note after that is why is Lachifer a magician right so, i did say we orson welles likes magic too much that was <laughs> that was at the end of this page yes um uh,
1: but the so the german stuff ends with an art auction because they're selling secrets right yes. like that so that's i i drew the parallel to that and le Chiffre's, like short selling scheme mm-hmm. in um uh the 2006 casino royale yes. where he has like the the virgin jet blows up mm-hmm. so that's like the same thing so like they screw him over mm-hmm. um and and steal all these the the secrets that he's trying to sell yes. in a super racist art auction yes. um and then um and so then he has to go to casino royale to do the the, uh, the card game to get his money back
0: yes exactly yeah um, cause what, what is he doing in, in this one? Cause I know in the new one, it's, he's money laundering for African, uh, warlords. Right. Uh, but what is, Lishi, whose money is Le for losing in It's, it's,
1: well in, in proper James Bond, it's Spectre instead of Smirsh.
0: Oh, so he's got Smirsh's money. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I believe okay. he's
1: in their pocket somehow. somehow. Like he owes them money okay. or something. I mean, uh, that was, I, I might've just been placing those things, two things together to try mm-hmm. to make sense of what's <laughs> happening. And I was like, Oh, I get something happening
2: yeah. now.
0: Well, that's telling the truth from that point on until of course, the last fight sequence and stuff. Like there's like a half an hour in there where I'm like, I understand what's happening. Cause right. I saw the new casino Royale right. and I could put these things together. And mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, he's doing it for this reason. Cause of the money. And then he has to beat him here. Blah, 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 blah. I know something right so that was that was good for me uh <laughs> um one one thing that got me about that scene though um was peter sellers when he did the quote he did the racist voice as Oof. well that was kind of painful uh, yes he
1: loved his indian character
0: yeah he but he did he did what indian he did japanese he did three right. of them it was indian japanese he did and hitler
1: too right in that scene, or was that a different? No, was I think that, that, was, that was the photography scene. That was the
0: photography scene. He did Hitler. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. We said that. Yeah. Um. And what's the other one then? It was three quotes he did. I can't remember. I was. I literally just wrote. Why does he have to do the voice with a quote? That's all I said. That's fine. Yeah. It's
1: <laughs> uh. Well, he loves doing Indian characters. He did. The, I looked it up because I'm like, I know that there's a Peter Sellers the brown party. face character. It's the party. It's the yeah. party,
0: which is. I mean, there are still parts in it that you can't help but laugh at, but it's super racist. Oh, I'm it's sure. super inappropriate. Really?
1: I mean, but after this one, <laughs> who would thought that he had a racist moment? Like, <laughs> racial humor in the 60s is not, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> not the <laughs> on same. the level, you're
0: saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because I just cringed every time he said a quote. I was like, oh. Yeah. No,
1: Where's Mickey know. Rooney when you need him?
0: Oh, my God. Ugh. Don't even, I hate that movie so much.
1: <laughs> I haven't even seen it. You've never seen it? No.
0: I, okay, I think I, I've seen that movie for the first time within the last five years. Right. Right? And it was one of those things where I should watch this movie. It's a quote unquote classic. Mm-hmm. And a lot of references in film today are made from it. Mm-hmm. I get that, right? And then Tracy sat down and watched this movie. And I hated it. Mm-hmm. Holly Golightly, though pretty, is a horrible person. Yeah. Right? You got this super racist element to it, mm-hmm. and then there's a super sexist element to the overall movie. Yeah. And I'm just like, why, why is this a classic? Mm-hmm. It makes there are there's definitely pretty scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, right? But everything about the movie is bad. Like yeah. I find the acting is bad, the story is bad. It's insulting to modern society, which usually I try to get over because I try to place myself in that time right. period. But I find even for that time period, it's offensive,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, because the whole Mickey Rooney thing was just...
1: That's rough stuff.
0: It's rough, yeah. okay? And Holly Golightly being just a a person who chooses to be oblivious so she can be a bitch to people, ev- every society knows what that is. Mm-hmm. She's there. Right. You know? And then the way she is treated by all of the men in the movie is also brutally horrible. Right. You know? And you're just like, the only character I liked in the movies are damn cat. Yeah. Because cats are great. Yep. That's it.
1: Sounds like a pretty cool cat.
0: Yeah. Also, if you haven't figured it out, it's Breakfast at Tiffany's. We're talking what?
1: About. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Third time I've gone with the wind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my God. There's a movie. I think I watched that movie the first time when I was like nine. Yeah. I like i remember feeling like it went on for a year and a half yeah and just not understanding the movie and i i think because of that because i think it is over three hours long anyways so i've just never sat back down to rewatch it to actually be like oh it's you know i think i
1: watched it for the first time last year okay um slash only time i don't know why i said first i watched it last year (laughs) okay this is my only viewing um i did not like it okay um and uh, my dad has told me this story a few times. He saw it then pretty, probably in the 50s or 60s. Mm-hmm. And um, there's an intermission in, in Gone with the Wind. Yes. Um, they were, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, I'm ready to go. That was pretty good. Um, and it, he's like, no, this is the intermission. There's another there's half. More. And he went, oh, and then it would, and I agree with him. the it, The second half detracts from it. I oh, think really? that I think that if you just cut it off mm-hmm. after the war, it would be not bad. Yeah. If it was just kind of like, all right, I mean that's not great, but it's like you know,
0: mm-hmm. it's a decent film.
1: It's it's not bad. I mean, it kind of ends on a weird note, and it's got some problematic characters because it's the f- 40s or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know. It's, you know, that could, but then it's the, I think it's because crime is that it goes on for another two hours. you just like, oh no. <laughs> and you're like, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was horrible. The only movie I've ever seen in the theater that had an intermission in it was Dances with Wolves.
1: Oh, I haven't seen that either.
0: I saw that movie with my mother. Wow. That was a bad thing. That was a bad thing. Uh, also, it was a bad movie. I oh. did not enjoy it. Um, but also, again, that was a movie, I saw that movie when I was like, I saw it in the theater. So, what year did that? Well, hold on. What year did DSS. Let's was see if of I, of, I've on. been really
1: good lately. Let's say I'm going to say 90.
0: I'm going to say later. I'm going to say 94. Okay. Okay. Dances. Oh, you are right. It is 90.
1: Yeah, I'm spot on. Oh,
0: no. So, then I would have seen it. She took me to see this when I was 10. Right. That is wrong.
1: My uh, <laughs> my mother took my brother to see Pulp Fiction when he was 13.
0: Oh, my God. No. To this
1: day, she goes, that was that was not a good idea. No. That was a mistake.
0: <laughs> uh, with all the cussing and the killing and stuff and the drug use. And the... Yeah.
1: Well, there's I mean, there's the, the gimp.
0: Oh, uh, there's... Oh, yeah, that The whole thing.
1: gimp, I think, was probably what put her over the edge yeah. for, this was bad. This mm-hmm. was a... I made a mistake here.
0: If my mother took me to see Pulp Fiction, she would have gotten up and left the movie about four minutes into the movie. Because <laughs> she doesn't do swearing. Oh, and yeah. And they swear continuously. Mm-hmm. So, I remember... So, with my collection, I, I, I used to live with my mom, of course, you know, mother. And I had the movie uh, Magnolia. Yep. And I was out one day, whatever... And I come home and she sits me down and I'm like, what is she's like, I tried to watch one of your movies today. And I was like, Oh, which one? She's like Magnolia. And I was like, Oh, that's not a movie you're going to like. She's like, I know. And she's like, I think it's really inappropriate. And she started telling me about it. And she got about 10 minutes into the movie. That's as far <laughs> as she got. Cause if I, I don't know if you like remember it, it's, So the movie opens with um, this guy talking about a guy who jumped out of a window. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, though, it goes into the Tom Cruise scene where he's giving his speech about um, taming women. And it starts with, you have to tame the cunt. Now, he says that about eight times.
1: So we're cool to say pretty much anything on this podcast is what you're... Okay, cool. There's a disclaimer at the beginning of
0: it. There's a disclaimer. You have, you've been warned, audience. Yeah. Um,
1: C-word thrown C-word, at minute. C-word,
0: yes. I mean, I don't throw it in there often, <laughs> but as I am referring to a specific book, yeah, yeah. I have
1: said it. I'm giving you a hard uh, time, don't
0: worry about <laughs> it. Yes, you are. Um, but like, he literally says it in a different way about eight times using the c word continuously mm. she turned it off at that point that's right. less than 10 minutes in mm-hmm. and i was like i tried to defend the movie though because the movie like it from what i remember mm-hmm. also a movie i haven't watched in a long time but we will get to it at some point in time um i really like that movie like it's a yeah. really good movie yeah it's right? paul thomas anderson and yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's one of those like you know you meet 10 different people and then you see how they fit together mm-hmm. uh, by the end of the movie and you're like oh there's the connection here 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 yeah it's here, like his
1: altman here. kind of thing right yeah. yeah
0: yeah so and i'm just like if she had just gotten past that point i think she would have liked it but there's no way in hell she will ever try to watch that movie. right ever yeah so I just loved it that, And yeah. Pulp Fiction would have been exactly the same way. She'd be like, two minutes in. Nope. Ugh.
1: Yeah, I mean, what's weird, my parents came to go back and forth. They just saw it once upon a time in Hollywood and loved it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so they, they got to go back and forth. I mean, that's not exactly a clean movie, so.
0: Yeah, but there's also a lot less, it's not continuous cussing. Right. It's, yeah. you know, it's an F-bombs dropped like mm-hmm. every. 15 minutes yeah let's put it that way no well
1: yeah, they liked so. inglorious bastards as well yeah. and like i think they i think they enjoy the revision my parents are both historians so oh, i think okay. they joe the enjoy the uh the, the bombacity of uh of, of changing like just yeah. like willy-nilly changing yeah. stuff around and uh and my mom would have was growing up in uh she would have been 17 in 69 mm-hmm. in southern california mm-hmm. so like it's Pretty, it's a neat kind of trip down memory lane for that kind of okay. thing as well. But, did she? Uh, did
0: she like? Did the movie get the feel of the time period? I think away? she said,
1: yeah. I think she said that. Like mm-hmm. it was sort of, she's like, yeah, I drove around a lot in the in the '60s in in Southern California, so it was sort of like, I mean, it's and I was like, yeah, that scene where he just like drives home, like I think that's really neat. Like, yeah. this, like it's just <laughs> kind of like going down the road. That's what it's like.
0: Yeah, that's that's what you do. That's what you it? do.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of driving in California.
0: D- yes, because. A the transit system apparently sucks, yep. and B everything is spaced apart, yep. and nobody wants to walk up all the hills.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah. all highways.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've never been. Obviously, yeah. um, I do want to go at some point in yeah. time, um, just purely because I'm like I'm obsessed with movies. I should go to Hollywood. Yeah, it's really one of those things. It
1: didn't really. I mean, I went when I was a kid because that's where my grandparents lived. Mm-hmm. Um. We went during the summer, which mm-hmm. I would not recommend based on... We've already had our discussion about what's too hot Yes, and uh, me being happy that summer is dying. Yes. Oh, um.
0: Sorry, one quick side note. Literally today, before you showed up, I was on Instagram and some girl was like, let me show you how hot it is. She went outside and she was at like... It was like a metal railing or something and wrapped her hair around it. Held it for like... Ten seconds. Let it go. It curled her hair. Oh, That's yeah. how hot it is. So yeah, not great.
1: That- um. <laughs> so yeah. No. So it gets to be like. A, it's a dry heat there, but it's the mm-hmm. middle of the desert, so like it is, you get like a blaring down, cooking eggs on the sidewalk heat. Kinda, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it gets rough. So I mean, I'm sure the fall and winter is quite nice there. Mm-hmm. You get, an, really you get a nice sweater weather. Yeah, um, but that's about it. It doesn't snow, mm-hmm. um, which I watched Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049 last night, which yeah. it's always raining and snowing yeah. in yep. Los Angeles, and mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not like that at all. But
0: that's the future, nuclear so.
1: winter. Yes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know we, what is that in uh 30 years we'll make it there yeah uh-huh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it'll be fine Yeah.
1: okay so i wrote i think my next note <laughs> was the tiger tongue in the casino what the fuck
0: oh yeah because the tongue wiggles weirdly and he sees it but nobody else does yeah. just walk out and then later on you find out if you push the eyes it turns the room into an elevator yeah
1: what, what, what's happening? I, I like it's, it's up yeah, there with the toadstool thing where it's just like, this is just like a weird touch that somebody worked on. Like somebody put that in there mm-hmm. and I don't know why.
0: And then they also decided to keep it. Yeah.
1: Oh, we so, went through several people. Like everyone was like, I like the tiger tongue
2: thing. Yeah. I think that should stay. Just
0: make sure the whole thing, just make sure all the parts move and stuff. You just want to, <laughs> yeah, that needs to happen. Yep. I don't. Okay. Didn't get it. All right.
1: Was after that, so um, Vesper gets kidnapped yes. on the way out. So, so uh, Peter Sellers, James Bond wins. Mm-hmm. Um, Vesper gets kidnapped. Mm-hmm. He jumps in a race car to chase after her. Um,
0: it is a Lotus Formula
1: Three. He's yes, right. Yes. I had to watch that several times because I was like, because the because of the next cut, right? Yes. This is why I had to watch it several times and hear the same quote. In a, in a foreign accent several times. <laughs> yeah. Because it cuts to him then tied up in a chair.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And I went, how did that happen?
0: <laughs> Don't know.
1: It doesn't show it.
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't show it. It doesn't show any kind of chase sequence. It nope. doesn't show him getting captured at any point. Right. It just shows him, I'm going to get in my car. And then apparently he blacks out and then wakes back up. Right. And he's in this chair with a hole in the bottom. Right. Which I thought was very entertaining. Yeah. Because I was like, my note after this was like, this part is very much like the newest Casino Royale, right? Yep. He loses at cards, girl gets kidnapped, Bond is tortured, and um, so ball like tortured. he gets ball tortured, <laughs> but it's still a chair with a hole in the bottom. Yep. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I get the reference, um, and then. Uh, also I don't I didn't understand the torture in this movie which was like light effects that made yep. me feel like he's in different places.
1: Well like was it a, was he drugged? Like it got real cuz the, there was like a, a a non-real space, right? Like yeah. that's there's like a white room full of smoke and like soldiers in it.
0: Yeah, and but then he was also on like a battlefield. Yeah. And then what what wasn't he in like a jungle or something like it was it was like four distinct right. weird scenes and then finally you got to like a bunch of people playing bagpipes marching around yeah. and vespas one of them and right. she shoots everybody with a machine gun and i right. was like
1: including eater sellers yeah i mean sorry peter sellers. <laughs> sellers i was going by the name in the credits at the beginning
0: uh yeah so i was just like what is
1: yeah no i and i think that it was a double cross and she was stealing the money i'm <laughs> gathering afterwards
0: yes yes so then you know La forgets killed vesper double crosses yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um, again my note after that is what is going on yep and then why is there a spaceship
1: right <laughs> so. yes the next part is in england yeah. Where it, it turned into, like, a Monty Python sketch where an alien spaceship comes down mm-hmm. and kidnaps everybody. Or, like, everyone runs onto it. How does everyone no, does everyone get no, on the spaceship? No,
0: Vespa on a horse and she's riding somewhere? And oh, she and then she gets onto, onto the, onto the spaceship? spaceship. She gets
1: kidnapped again. Or she jumps no, up. No, I think she's she with purpose, them. She's with okay. them. She,
0: like, purposely gets on right. the spaceship. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I we know. need to
1: apply logic to the spaceship scene.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't like it's just and the spaceship flies and goes back to the casino.
1: Right. Why didn't we just stay at the casino? I Why don't I didn't know. like? No.
0: You're asking no. I don't have answers to any of your questions, okay? Every time I think about this movie I have more questions. Yeah. That, that's it. Um and or maybe it's one of the things. It's a it's a mix-up between one of the six directors. Yep. They're like, Oh, we left the casino. My part's in the casino. <laughs> I guess the spaceship can go to the casino? (laughs) Sure. Let's do it that way. Done.
1: Also, James Bond Sr., Sir James Bond, uh, James Bond Mm Sr., David Niven, didn't seem that surprised by the the UFO.
0: No, because it wasn't, uh, like... Money, Penny the second, yeah. looking out the window. is was like, there's a spaceship. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's
1: fine. Yeah, no. It's, uh, yeah, it's four o'clock. <laughs> yeah. It's tea time and UFO time. <laughs> that happens that's, every day. Very normal. Yeah.
0: Very normal. <laughs> You're hysterical, <I> was, woman. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> um, and then I put uh, them trapped in the facility, which is under the casino. It's yep. very Austin Powers. Like yep, a yep. whole... Sequence is Austin Powers. And then the fact that uh, I saw, like, the Dr. Evil, like, ladies come in with the machine. Yeah, it says, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my God, fembots. That's, uh-huh, that uh-huh. was my note. I was like, okay. Um, and the Debussy song... Um, comes back on Mm -hmm. and i made a note it's the same song used at the end of oceans 11 when they're at the waterfall oh cool you know after they've done the heist and they they band together give each other knowing looks and then walk away yeah
1: based on another movie from that kind of era like the rat pack like casino movies right Yeah, that's the. That
0: the Rat Pack movie was Oceans Eleven. I was
1: thinking of the new one. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking of the new one. Oh, what I'm saying is no,
0: that is from the new one. Right, right, right. But you're saying like the Rat Pack Casino movie. I'm like, that's Oceans Eleven. Yeah, no, it's but it's yeah,
1: no, it's another movie based on another movie with a contemporary and '60s. Oh um, yes, yeah,
0: Uh, yeah. Remake cycle. I know what you're saying. Yes, yes. Let's put it that way. Mm. Um. And then happens the fight scene in the casino,
1: yeah, okay. So it's revealed that Jimmy Bond is, is the Dr. Noah. is Dr. Noah, who is Woody Allen, yeah, and oh night. no, <laughs> like. <laughs> So he is the one throwing young girls at James Bond at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, His plan is to unleash a biotoxin to kill every man over four foot six.
2: Yes.
0: Which kind of made me laugh. (laughs) Well, because he wants to be the tallest man in the world. Right. Yes. Yeah. mm
1: -hmm. Um, And... and he says, yes, I undressed them and tie them up. And I went, oh, no. <laughs>
0: and then he goes into another room and there's a naked woman on the yep. thing with, like, mm-hmm. two big metal things trapping her down. Yep. And it's rough yeah. stuff. <laughs> it's, it was very, it was all hard to watch. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. And yep. then
1: there's the big saloon fight. Yep. Yep. And
0: the Americans arrived on horseback for some yep. reason. Um
1: the cavalry came in that actually kind of made me chuckle i got a good laugh out of the the americans are here then it's just
0: my note after that is what is going on
1: yeah i and then
0: uh yeah and then doesn't doesn't somebody just don't like um i'm gonna say native americans show up even though they yell indians 800 times yeah and uh (coughs) yeah uh they show up and start fighting as well
1: and my last note on this entire movie is geronimo and then i quoted oh no <laughs>
0: <laughs> my last note is so they all die at the end um okay
1: good yeah that's, <laughs> we can't we can't come back to this
0: we can't oh yeah.
1: and they all sing in heaven that is the end of the movie Oh, yeah, there's a little yes, thing. Yes, yeah. they
0: do sing. Oh, yeah. Okay, I put that out of my head. Yeah. Okay. Maybe and then that's, then that's what the um okay refers to, not the fact that they die at the end. Yep. Yeah. Just okay.
1: singing with their angel wings and harps.
0: Yes. And it made no sense. Yep. But I do want to say one thing before we move on to the next movie, mm-hmm. which was on the DVD special feature. Did you get the same DVD?
1: I had the Blu-ray, uh, oh, which did, okay. I believe had almost nothing on it except the movie. I didn't even go to a menu first.
0: Really? Yeah, okay. it was strange. Well, this one actually has quite a bit of stuff on it, including there was a TV show in the 50s called Climax! With right. exclamation mark. And they actually did an episode of Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. And so I watched the hour-long episode that was on. Oh, that. cool! And that is was way better. Yeah. Than this movie. That
1: is the first uh, motion picture of James Bond. Yes. So that is actually the first actor portrayal James Bond is that mm-hmm. um, television, and it's American, right? It's it American is American.
0: Series? They made they made um, they made them all American in it, not British. Um, and it was I was thought it was very funny that they had Clarence Leiter in it. Whereas in the new movies, it's Felix Leiter. Mm -hmm. And when I say new movies, I'm talking about like, even like the Sean Mm Connery it was Felix Leiter instead. Um, And then I stopped making those apparently. I Mm -hmm. don't know. Um, But I think my brain had melted at that point. I was like, I can't.
1: Do you think that's what they were referencing? Because they they talked about how all the other James Bond and all the different places that were being killed or kidnapped or what have you. Um, And the one that has his namesake, he said, which Mm -hmm. I'm, He says that, oh, yeah, no, we had to take him off the map. He's doing television now. There's, like, some weird joke to that effect. Yeah. Also, I Uh, enjoyed that all the other secret agents got killed in Bordellos. Yeah. (laughs) That (laughs) was actually, like, a pretty funny joke.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, because that was one of the reasons why um, 007 Senior was just like, you know, the spy craft is going downhill. Right. Right? Because everybody dies in Bordellos. Yes, that, that was the joke. And I was like, "Oh, I see what you're making reference to." Ha Well,
1: yeah, no, it takes a it takes a weird stance this movie because, mm-hmm. like I said, it it's it's sort of like, "Oh, we're, we we want to go back to pure spies and we don't all this like weird sex stuff." Mm-hmm. But then it only does weird, weird sex, sex stuff, stuff. Yeah. the whole time. Mm-hmm.
0: And just because you're not having sex with people doesn't mean it's not weird sex yeah.
1: things. It's because almost weirder.
0: It is. It gets this
1: somehow makes like original James Bond look like weirdly progressive in a way (laughs) like it somehow like reverse the polarity of original you want to
0: throw yourself at me then i will accept you yeah
1: at least in those he's just like yeah all right i'll do it it's not
0: like you want to throw yourself at me ha let me throw you to the ground and you're like what that's that makes me uncomfortable uh but yeah any any
1: yeah don't watch this this wasn't
2: good
0: (laughs) (laughs) i agree um, I must admit, I actually remember the reason why I bought this movie was because it was the only James Bond movie I had never seen. Mm-hmm. And I didn't actually want to start buying all the James Bond movies right. because there's too many of them and they just the collection just keeps getting bigger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, if I buy this one, I'm not tied to buying the rest of the mm-hmm. collection, which technically you aren't, but yep. knowing me, I would want mm-hmm. all of them. But also, it's a new movie. I get to watch it. Yay! Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's one of the two non- like non-canon James Bond movies. Yeah,
0: because it's Never Say Never Again. Never, yeah, I, which,
1: I, which is now the only one I haven't seen. I haven't seen Never Say Never Again. Oh,
0: that's the one that has um, Kim Basinger Right. In it. Yeah. I have not
1: seen that one. I've seen all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um. So that is now the only one I, I have not seen. You have
0: seen. not seen. Yeah. okay. But it's funny. I think that one came out the same year as one of the other ones.
1: Is it View to a Kill same year? Or is it, is it... it's, it, it, might, it, it was in the, the, the Roger Moore run.
0: Yes. It was one of the Roger Moore, because it was right when they did the, the, like, the switchover between right. the two of them. Right. Um, and Sean Connery had, was already making this, but something about the studio he was working with, they couldn't get licensed for, there's a very specific thing. Yeah. It's either, um, it's not the 007, it's like the Bond, James Bond or something. Yeah. You it, can't use in it. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing that was, like, copyrighted, oh. and it was like, no, Ian Fleming did not put his stamp of approval on this movie. It's not a James Bond yeah. movie.
1: Those movie- That movie's nuts. I mean, the whole story behind it's nuts. Yeah. So it's, because it's all contractual disputes, yes. and, like, it's, I think it, it's a remake of um, Thunderball? It's a Thunderball movie?
0: Oh, yes, actually yeah. kind of is, except this one, they don't, that one they don't go into space. They go, there's a submarine. Yeah. No, there's a, no, there's a crashed, a ship that right. they take bombs out of. Right. Compared to trying to turn a moon base into a weapon to destroy stuff.
1: Right. Yes. Okay. I haven't seen it, so I can't. Uh
0: uh, but yeah, no, have a look at it. Okay, okay. I actually don't think it's a horrible. I think it's very on par with all of the James Bond movies at that time period. Right. I don't think it's bad. I
1: mean, but as I said, it, this this movie because it we was weirdly prescient because we yeah. have a really old James Bond.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that, it's, that's, it's,
1: that's like it's name. like he wasn't even like it's making jokes about future James Bond movies somehow. Yeah. Where he's creepily old <laughs> with all these young women.
0: Well, and that's true because the the in that movie it's really young Kim singer in right. it. Who's all like I'm in love with James Bond and like yeah. they end up together at the end of the movie and I'm like, Ew. and I think he's in his
1: mid to late fifties in that movie because like it's that. it's Sean Connery again, yeah, and it's the eighties and he was James <laughs> Bond in the sixties
0: and he was in his mid thirties yeah. when he did that first right. movie, so uh, yeah, well, I mean talking about sexually inappropriate things yeah let's talk, yeah, about, let's this
1: talk about this sm- so much less creepy movie
0: <laughs> i watched this movie yesterday yeah in around this time actually like three in the afternoon because i'm like i don't want to watch anything creepy too late and yeah. i it ruined my day it ruined my day it oh me i in had a some nightmares. After, <laughs> and i was not happy about yeah. it and i mean i haven't seen this movie in probably 10 years i haven't mm-hmm. watched it Um, And I know it makes me uncomfortable because I'm not a huge fan of horror movies and I don't know why I would have bought this movie but maybe because it's it's, cinematically, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's got some um, neat stuff. Yeah. You know. And I saw this movie in the theater. I remember seeing it in the theater.
1: It was a big deal when it came out. I remember yes. it being like a thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it was sort of, I guess it would have been like, hey, it's like, you like The Matrix? Well, here's another crazy, mind bendy, spectacular yeah, looking movie. But
0: this is definitely more horror based yes. than sci fi based. Right. Um, and I think that's the thing that makes me most uncomfortable about yeah. it. And uh, like, and the, the thing is, it's, it's a lot of. Um, sexual violence yep um that just grosses me
1: yeah no it's i I guess the first place to go is yeah if this is not something that you're specifically wanting to watch Mm -hmm. don't watch this movie Mm -hmm. um because like one of my very first notes on this movie is this movie's trying really hard to be fucked up
0: um yeah Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's 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 a serial killer movie that's post Silence of the Lambs. It is. So I would I would venture that I'm I'm gonna make a thesis here that I can't fully back up. Mm-hmm. If you're making a serial killer movie that's trying to be shocking after Silence of the Lambs, you are trying too hard because yes. that movie is the ultimate like oh my god no yeah like you cannot top that yes. and if you try to top it you're trying too hard.
0: But I think they tried to, as well, it's like Sounds of Lambs and, like you mentioned, The Matrix. Yeah. Put those two things together. Yeah. So you have the ability in this other world, mm-hmm. or the mind, to create whatever you want. Right. Right? And to make it as messed up as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and just so you know, if you look up the cell on IMDB right now, the background is ads for it. Chapter two.
1: Yep, there you go. So
0: it, it goes together and mm-hmm. goes together. But yeah, this movie made me thoroughly uncomfortable. mm mm-hmm. um, And I did a little research on the director guy. Yep. And I realized I hadn't seen any of his other movies except... For his Losing My Religion video by R.E.M. that he did.
1: Yeah, he's he's a music video dude. Yeah. Um, and I and I did a little bit of research on it as well. And a lot of the influences are music videos. Mm-hmm. Which I think as we go on, I'm going to throw in some of those. Because yeah. I, I wrote down some like, that's this video, that's this video, that's this video.
0: Well, he did a movie called The Fall um, mm-hmm. in two thousand and six, which is actually a movie that's on my list of things to watch. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't I didn't realize he had he had done that one. He also did Mirror Mirror, which I think is weird. Yep. That was that Cinderella movie, and he did Selfless. That, that's that. Um, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds movie yeah. as well, which are all movies I never got around to watching. I think um, The Fall
1: is sort of along lines of this movie, where it's a lot of visual imagery that doesn't add up to a whole lot.
0: But is it? like, so, uh, for creepiness. Disturbing. I don't know. Okay. I
1: just know that it's, it's along like, cause he's a stylist. Yes, like, he that is is, yeah. Like very much. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that is for sure. He's definitely a stylist. Um, because everything in this film, like is just so specific, mm-hmm. you know, like every shot is this yep. very specific thing. Um, which I, I usually, if it's not in this creepy level, I enjoy usually, yeah. Um, but at this level, I'm just like, please stop. Yeah. I need, no, I need you to stop doing that.
1: Yeah, no, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's real gross. And yeah. like, it's, it's, it's sort of, it's frustrating because it, the movie tries to have it both ways mm-hmm. where, cause it, 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 it works at, hard at the beginning to show how this man is very evil. Like it goes, like it really goes into his crimes very explicitly and very much into his methodology of it which is incredibly disturbing to watch yes but then at the end it tries to sympathize with him Mm -hmm. which is a little icky um
0: well because they also made reference to that early on where they um were like uh jennifer lopez and vince vaughn have a discussion about how like kids can go through horrible horrible Mm -hmm. things and be not serial killers right Whereas, you know, so that therefore there's no excuse for being a serial killer right. when you get older. And she's like, eh, I don't think so. I don't think that's how yeah. that works. You know. In a, I, in a I, real
1: life setting. Yeah. I would sort of agree that we should be sympathetic to people mm-hmm. that have gone through traumatic Hard, experiences yeah. and, and it manifests itself in unhealthy ways later on. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I don't have to see them doing it.
0: Yes. So this yes. movie is that's really
1: showing me. Yeah, and they it's get into detail yeah. about
0: like his full process, yeah. what he does, what he does to the bodies, and why he does it, yeah. and it's just a lot
1: yeah you know and it, and it's not fun like no. it's like horror movie violence can be kind of fun yes. i mean that is like when people see like friday the 13th movies or freddie movies or, or whatever
0: house of wax or yeah you
1: know, they're kind of yeah. cheering for the kills in those yeah, which is gross in its own way Yeah, because you
0: sit there and you're like some guy gets an axe in the face you're like oh yeah. you know it's that kind of thing where you watch this and you just start curling up into a ball yeah. more and more and yeah. kind of like shifting away from the yeah. screen you're like eh. Yeah, with a man
1: with Anton Sugar hair, um, walking around.
0: <laughs> I actually to tell you the truth. When I saw him first in the movie, I was like, "Oh, that's what his hair looks like in this movie." Because all I can think of is um, "No Country for Old Men," right? And I was just like, "I hope he doesn't have a cattle prod anywhere." Uh, it was fine.
1: Yeah, there's some weird stuff. Um,
0: Wait, hold on. Was Anton Sugar the character? Yes. Oh, see, I thought you were making yeah. a different reference. Nope. Oh, my and God. Sugar hair. Yes. Okay, yeah. gotcha. I also don't like that movie. You don't so. like No Country no. for Old Men?
1: I love it No Country for Old um, Men.
0: My, like... I don't, I don't, how, do, how do I explain? It's not that I think the acting isn't good or, mm. like, the cinematography isn't good or whatever. It's just that the movie is pointless.
1: It's a very nihilistic movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: And and I think that's the thing... Because, I like, I remember... I've watched the movie twice.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The first time I watched, at the end of the movie, I was like, "Why did I watch this?" Yep. Then this because I was like, "Oh, maybe I missed something." Right? Because right? it's a Cohen. No. Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah, it is Cohen yep. brothers' movie. I love Cohen brothers' mm-hmm. movies. Um, and so then I wa- I gave it a second chance because it's a Cohen brothers' movie. Yep. There's probably just some level I'm missing. Whatever. Have another look at it, and I was just like, "Nope, it's pointless." Yeah. That's.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, I think that's the point that they're making with the movies that everything's kind of pointless. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's sort of like Fargo, where like at the at the end of Fargo, you're kind of like. All right, I'm going to go do world stuff now. Yeah,
0: but I think at the end of Fargo, I felt like I went on some sort of journey. Right. Whereas that movie, I didn't feel like I went anywhere I didn't feel like I did anything. I just saw some guy kill some people Mm -hmm. and I was like, and now the movie's over. You're just like...
1: Hey. Yeah, they, I mean, the the Coen brothers kind of vacillate between kind of very hard satire movies mm-hmm. and kind of light fare. Yeah. So I, I think this is definitely in their nihilistic, what's the point of everything kind of thing, yeah. where just like a whole bunch of stuff happens for no reason, reason. and weird yeah. coincidences and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I, I dig it. I mean, that's just sort of my, and it's a Western, which I enjoy. So, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, no, it just missed a whole bunch yeah, of fair enough for me. I was like, nope. I don't need it. Again. Oh, I'm going to have
1: to watch that again from my podcast. Yeah.
0: Well, then, watch True Grit, I'll come on for that one. Mind you, their remake of True Grit really is kind of shot for shot, because then I went and watched the oh, original cool. after I saw that yeah. one. But then I realized there are elements... Like, older movies, for example, don't have as much music in it. Mm-hmm. Their Foley work is a little bit lower. Yeah. Or a little bit too harsh, I should yeah. say. Yeah. Um,
1: mixing and, wise yeah. yeah
0: and like watching the, the original movie was like pulling teeth for me i'm mm. like oh my god hurry up do something <laughs> and then but watching their version of true Grid, even though it was like i'd say about 85 percent pretty much the same yeah i was just like this is this is amazing yeah i, I love the, these characters i like what's going on i've only seen
1: I, that one I, once i haven't watched yeah. that again
0: i've only watched it i think Two or three times.
1: Yeah. I watched it in the theater and I liked it. I just mm-hmm. didn't... I think it was after... Because it was the one right after uh, No Country, I believe. Yes, it was. Yes. Um, And so I was sort of like on more on board for like that kind of thing. And yeah. it sort of was... It was a more straight
2: mm-hmm.
1: kind of uh, Western, which I enjoy. Was, yeah. Um, but, uh it But it was a bit of a letdown compared to... I think I was just... It was like the Pulp Fiction to Jackie Brown thing mm. where it's like, you know, I'm like on board for a certain thing. Yeah. And even though the thing I'm watching is really... Really good. Yeah. It just isn't what I was expecting no, I really at the time.
0: Like Jackie Brown either. Really? I
1: didn't. I when was the last like time it? you watched it? Psh,
0: I don't know, but I'll watch it when I get to the Jays. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's fine. It, it it holds up
1: better than you would think. Like it, yeah. it's 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 more of a crime caper. Yes. Than his other things, and I think that it it suffered a lot because it's the one after Pulp Fiction.
0: Okay. No, but the thing is, I didn't watch Jackie Brown in order. Oh, okay. No, I watched. I think it was probably one of the last movies of his I watched oh, okay. overall. Like, I think I watched it probably after Kill Bill or something. Right. Which actually is more closer to that exploitation style yep. than his other movies. Yeah. So, I was prepared for it. I was like, right. ooh, exploitation kind of style movie. And it's a character that was around in the actual 70s. Yep. And they're bringing mm-hmm. her back. I'm like, oh, let's have a look at this. I just didn't think it did anything or went anywhere. It was yeah, another one of those things.
1: I, I think... If you if you don't expect it to be a black exploitation movie because it's, it's like I said it's it's an Elmore Leonard book mm-hmm. so it it is not like people thought it was going to be a black exploitation because it's Pam Greer yeah but it's not it's just she's just in it yeah um and she plays like a really cool character and it's sort of like money moving around yeah. and people stealing stuff and mm-hmm. double crosses and things like that and but,
0: like so usually when I watch movies like yeah I have an impression of what it's supposed to be but. If it's something different, but it's done good, I'm fine with it. Right. I just didn't think this was up to his standard. Fair enough. Like his... Yeah. You know, like I didn't think there wasn't a proper build of suspense. There wasn't a proper... Mm -hmm. um, Like it's not even that you care about the characters that he provides. It's you have a thorough interest in these people. Like you don't care if they live or they die, but you're just like that guy's cool. What's going to happen? You know, it's one of those things yeah. where they find with this movie it's like that suspense wasn't there. Mm. I, like, his characters were just so flat. Right. Like, it just didn't come across right and maybe it has to do with the fact that it was one of the few things that he's done that is not all his work. Right. You know, like, it mm-hmm. wasn't, he's made, Based it on something else completely. Right. He didn't just sit down write. have an idea. Wrote wrote a script, right. and had a style in mind. Mm-hmm. It was just some but something completely different. Right. So maybe that's what the problem. Is. Yeah. Maybe.
1: I mean, I, I dig, I'm a big Quentin Tarantino guy, so mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm I've already I've already talked about him here for no reason. So it was.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the second time I brought it up.
0: <laughs> and it's acceptable to. Yeah. Worry. So uh, back to
1: this guy. Yes. Um, I thought he was albino at the beginning.
0: Uh, he is not. He is yeah.
1: not. His dog know. is.
0: His dog is albino. Which is why I thought he, that he was. He bleaches the women that right. he kidnaps. Yeah. Um, And turns them into dolls. Yep. Yeah. Um, but uh, his whole home is completely white. Mm-hmm. If you notice when they walk through, except for the room in the attic where he's got like all this stuff stuck to the wall. Yeah,
1: which they show and then don't come back to until the end of the, the, movie. End of the movie. Yeah, yes. and I was like, wait, wait, are we not gonna go to the crazy collage room that he has?
0: I mean, I was like really- you got
1: to see the basement. Wait, he has two crazy serial killer rooms in
0: this house. He does. Yeah, he uh, collages the walls in the attic. And, you know, does horrible gross things to people yeah. in the basement.
1: I feel like he could've cut down some transport time if he just built cool. his little weird table in the in the desert with his big water tank.
0: I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean that to me just would have made more sense. Yeah. But
1: Just not good serial killer tactic, by my. Yeah,
0: but also he's mentally disturbed, so I don't really think he was thinking. He likes car rides. It didn't go
1: into car like road trips as a kid into the movie. Maybe that (laughs) was part of it.
0: Or maybe his dog just likes uh, car rides. He's like, come (laughs) on, get in the car with me. We're going to go for a ride. You know, that's it. That was a good dog. I like
1: the dog. Yeah, she I keeps the, the dog, dog at the end, and they're yeah.
0: like, that's weird. He's, she's keeping his dog. I'm like, I'd keep the fucking dog. The it's a little great. weird.
1: <laughs> it's
0: fine. She watched dogs?
1: the dog, like, as a puppy around a person being disemboweled. Yeah. He's and she's just
0: like, she's just, like I'm going to keep that dog. <laughs> Actually, one thing about that scene in particular is that the dog, talking about, like, Foley artists... The dog padding along is turned up very loud in that scene. And you can clearly hear each footfall. Right. Of This, like, happy little pitter patter going by as this guy is literally elbow deep in somebody's viscera. Right, yeah. You know, and you're just like, this makes me
1: uncomfortable. Yeah, no, the whole thing makes me uncomfortable. Yes. Um. (laughs) But, I mean, I thought it was like, oh, okay, he's an albino guy. I mean, it's a little weird that, like, we're making the weirdo person the bad guy mm-hmm. but like or quote-unquote weirdo um mm-hmm. but but then it wasn't i was like oh he's just really pale yeah okay and no, just and really it, likes white stuff
0: yeah and then it's like the persona in his mind though that character is very pale right so well no you said you've never seen it because but like my picture of his character in it because that's why i was shocked when we first we're introduced right. at the beginning of what he looks like. I only could picture right. the, like, bad version of him or the king version right. of him in my head. Because I guess those are the images that more are more impactful right. than, you know, some guy with bad hair and a button-up shirt. Like, right. Yeah.
1: It's pretty early on that, like, we catch him. Yes. Right? But he has suffered some sort of aneurysm-type thing. It's
0: a psychotic break from right. a specific type of schizophrenia. Right.
1: So it's a physiological, like, brain issue. Yes. Um, Which is what brings Jennifer Lopez in,
0: who yes. is a therapist. She is a therapist that is working with these science people to be, for her consciousness to be allowed into the mind of people who are, like, in comas and stuff right. to see if she can get them out of it. Mm-hmm. Cause for some of them it has, it's not a physical thing. It's like, they're just out. Like the kid she's working with, mm-hmm. he had like a psychotic break cause he saw something horrible on the right. beach. So it seems like based on like watching the movie, he had a break and like fell into this catatonic state mm-hmm. because he went to a beach and saw baby seals being killed. Right. And he's now afraid of water and all of this kind of weird stuff was going mm-hmm. on. And his mind just couldn't handle it, so he right. went into the catatonic, this catatonic state. Right. Um, and she's trying to be like, it's okay, don't worry about it, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It kind of like coax him to wake up. Right. Um, and so they're using this to get into this serial killer's mind to find out where his last victim is. Because mm-hmm. he has no family, no relatives, no nothing. It's just him. Right. Yes.
1: Um, so the SEALs is the only connection I could find between Casino Royale and the cell. The seal? Yeah, there's a seal in the fight at the end of Casino Royale. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I was just like, why, what is happening? <laughs>
0: really? Women as objects wasn't in nope. connection? Nope, Not seemed at completely all? normal to seals? me. Seals? <laughs> seals? It is. We're going to go yeah, with the specifically the, with the seals. seals. Gotcha. Well, uh,
1: so then the dollification thing, I watched Blade Runner last night. Yes. There's a lot of weird doll stuff in that too. Yes. Mm hmm. Something's going on. Yes. Watching a well, lot of stuff. Well, the thing is, is connecting. the first
0: Blade Runner movie. Um, Daryl Hannah's character, she was the the pleasure model, um, right? So she was used as a object. Yes. And she always dressed up as a doll. Mm-hmm. That was like her thing, right? Right. So and that's where all the doll imagery and and yeah. also the guy who's the fixer, he likes to make things. He has things. He likes making. He likes making toys. Yeah. So, and that also, that creepiness kind of mm-hmm. went into it as well. And you're yep. just like, oh, okay.
1: Yep. A lot of weird doll stuff. Yes. Don't like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, dolls are, I mean, inherently dolls are fine, but t- movies and TV shows like to make them fucking creepy. Yep. They do.
1: So, I wrote down, so when he, after he has the bathtub scene, mm-hmm. um, and he has this break, there's all this like crazy demonic like sounds playing and so i wrote down is this a demon thing and then immediately no because he just fell on the floor yeah yeah (laughs) however later on inside his brain like his like persona person has Mm -hmm. like all these devil horns and stuff there's a lot of devil imagery with him
0: uh it's not just devil imagery it's imagery of um kingliness and royalty as well Uh, Cause even the first time you are introduced to him, he doesn't have any horns. He's it's uh, he's a it's a bald head mm-hmm. that he has. But it's in a beautiful gold room, you know. Um, and he is wearing he's shirtless, but he's wearing like this bright red, um, long ethereal, silky bottom thing. And then, but the. What is it? The rings he has in his back yep. is connected to this royal purple thing yep. that wraps the room. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's all very royal and rich, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yep. And you're just like, what the
1: Seems perfectly normal to me. I don't know to- what. Totally
0: normal. My thing is, though, is like, if you're a king in a room like that, getting you set up would take forever all of the time right that is a lot of material to go around the edges of that to hook in for yeah you to have to just get up and walk somewhere to do yeah something.
1: i mean does he think he like gets a buddy to help him with the rings he's like he can't reach them all reach so he has back. to like yeah. get like one of his dolls to like come and like connect them there's so, a like... weird like wrestler doll too yeah
0: which i didn't understand like i don't know if that's one of the dolls like he killed a person like that or if it was like that's just a one of the personas in his mind
1: right i think that like the movie implies that all of the dolls in this nine inch nails video that we're watching mm-hmm. is one of the the victims that he's had yes however one of them is like this bodybuilder lady mm-hmm. which was a very odd yeah. Kind of, and she seemed to have more agency because she was able to get up and walk around. She was like his a henchman. security
0: guard. Right. <laughs> you know, just like, oh, somebody's in, in here messing with it. Oh, no, we got to get her out, you know.
1: Yeah. And there was like a horseplay one, too, like in like yeah. the S&M horse gear, yeah. which was an odd jump as well. well. All,
0: no, but all of them were kind of really weird.
1: Yeah, I mean they were all in 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 like weird sex things. Yeah, like all in in BDSM kind of imagery stuff. I started
0: thinking of the um, what is it in um Hell Hellraiser? Okay. Um, what are they called? The Siberia or I think that's one of the few
1: like horror franchises I have not seen. I haven't. I I have not
0: ever been able to sit and watch it. Right. But I have read about it, and apparently one of the things in the box. Is that it opens a door to a dimension where people are weirdly sexually tortured and there's yeah, lots of right. like, you know, uh, what what do they call it? like reins on your face, right? And whips and yeah. they you know pull open your skin and nail you down for fun. I don't think you know. Well,
1: like the horse stuff is like a subculture of of S and M. Like yes. that is a thing, which is why I thought it was odd because yeah. it was like weirdly like all the a lot of the other ones are kind of vague. S M kind of thing, like
0: a ballerina. Yeah, um, but her her hands are like tied behind her back, right. and Stuff, and I was like, yeah.
1: No. I mean, that is pointing to that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but like, I felt the horse one specifically was like really pointed yeah. <laughs> in like a weird They're way. like, Oh,
0: this one we got. Yeah, one. This we got one. one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this one's weird. Let's throw that in.
0: Actually, mm-hmm. one of my notes is like, whoever does the set design for this. Mm-hmm probably didn't enjoy their job no. very much Mm-mm. there's no way They're, no i mean if they enjoyed their job i would have been really worried yeah. uh on this because especially not just the the scenes like in his mind but even like the scenes in his house or setting up the weird trap thing that's underground with the mm-hmm. drowning the girls and everything yeah. like all of it is just it's very amazing.
1: immaculate and very like not immaculate but very um constructed, like, and very precisely done, Mm -hmm. um, which is, I mean, I guess that would be, like, it's the same kind of person, like, whoever would make the saw sets. Like, it's a similar kind of, like, this Mm -hmm. is really elaborate.
0: Yeah, and detail like, super detailed. detailed. They they made sure that, you know, like, everything in there was a reference to something, and a lot of the stuff that they showed when they showed around the rooms are referenced in his mind at some point in time, which I thought was really cool that you can make the connections but also gross me out because it's like oh my god that means he's, oh you know it's one of those things
1: yeah Yep. there's a lot of oh my god i just put something in. we're gonna talk about something else later and i okay. just <laughs> figured something out because <laughs> this is my favorite one of my favorite little details okay. um but before there was a line that really got me early on before jennifer lopez goes into his mind the first time mm-hmm. and they're talking about the metal hooks in his back yes. or the rings um and she goes, like, he wanted, he liked being suspended, right? And they're like, yeah. And then he goes, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, no, they like the feeling of weightlessness, like they're in the water. And I'm like, that's not what that would feel like. That would feel really heavy.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing, because that was one of my thoughts, too. I'm like, no, wouldn't you really feel the weight of it? If you're feeling, you wouldn't feel suspended. If you
1: had, like, a hundred hooks, maybe, Mm -hmm. because, like, you're distributing the weight differently. But you're only on, like,
0: he only had, like, ten. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And I'm just like, no. Nope. (laughs) <laughs> nope, not at all. Um, yeah, that and, made, that comment made no sense to me at all. And
1: we watched that drowning video three times. In the movie, yeah. Yeah, I was not pleased about that. Nope. I was yeah. really mad. And I was, because I have a, a, a thing, especially with horror movies,
2: mm-hmm.
1: where I need, if I'm going to witness what happens to innocent people. This is really a weird kind of, like, no, <laughs> bloodthirsty no, uh, rant I'm about to go on. I need to see it happen way worse to the perpetrator at the end. Like, the comeuppance yes. at the end, mm-hmm. I need to get the catharsis
2: mm-hmm. from
1: that. So if they're going out of their way to show, like, the horribleness of his crimes at the beginning, yeah. I need something spectacularly awful to happen to that person yeah. at the end.
0: Which doesn't happen it Doesn't happen
1: movie. at this And I had a sneaking suspicion from the beginning mm-hmm. that that was how it's going to be. Well,
0: because this is not, like a revenge movie, mm. you know? Um, it's, it's more of, like I said, a, a horror thriller. It's not right. about getting back at somebody. It's about something happened and we're looking into it in this weird way. Yeah. And that's it. And he just, he sort of is forgiven and gets to be released from his pain. Right. But not in a horrible, horrible way as you've wanted yeah. to.
1: No, the ultimate one is the remake of Evil Dead. That is my favorite. That is my go to mm-hmm. example of the perfect. I have not watched perfect... it. I Could not watch it. Do, would you like me to tell you what happens at the end sure, of it? go okay, right ahead. Okay, so spoiler alert everybody who hasn't seen the movie from yeah. six or seven years ago.
0: Five, four, three, two, one, go. So at the end of the
1: movie, it uh, she's like goes out because it's, it's her versus like the demon. There's a personification of a demon in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's literally raining blood okay um and then the climax of how she kills the demon is a chainsaw into the face (laughs) it is the ultimate i'm
0: I'm okay with that yeah Yeah.
1: no it is the it is the most satisfying and i've said this to several people it is the most satisfying ending to a pretty mediocre movie i've ever seen
0: (laughs) okay so you're thinking that's a mediocre horror movie
1: it is the the remake is pretty mediocre okay um, the original Evil Dead 1 is also pretty mediocre. Evil Dead 2 was a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, and then Evil Dead 3 is a comedy, so...
0: Well, yeah. it's called the Army of Darkness Yeah, it's Evil fun. Dead, yeah, Dead, so excuse you me. need to get your shit together. Thank <laughs> you. Um, yeah, no, I, like, I, I've said this before, I don't do horror movies very well, mm. there are very few horror movies in my collection, and... I was like, I like the original, I like the campiness of the original yeah. Evil Dead movie. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll go have a look at this. And then I saw the trailer for the movie and they just showed that one scene where she got like the box cut and she cuts her tongue open. I was like, no, no, I can't, no, can't. Oh, I don't mm. even remember
1: that. The only yeah. thing I remember is the ending of that movie. No.
0: <laughs> that's literally the thing that's burned into my head right. about that movie. And I'm like, I can't handle this. It is nope, definitely not, taking itself
1: move. very seriously yes. where the other ones don't. I mean, the first one sort of takes itself seriously, I mean, um, it tra- but it's not as good.
0: Well, because it's it was super low budget, it yeah. was really campy. And tell you the truth, Evil Dead Two is pretty much Evil Dead One yeah. trying to on a higher budget. Yeah. You know, and then Army of Darkness was just like, forget this, let's make it fun. Yeah. And they they went somewhere completely different. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I just I just haven't been able to I can't I yeah. can't do it.
1: So, yeah, no, so we, I, I had a sinking suspicion from the very beginning that we're just going to, it's going to be front loaded with victim, mm-hmm. uh, like visual pleasure from victim hood, yeah. like all the like horrible stuff happening to innocents and yeah. then not get the satisfying catharsis at the end, which is spoiler alert, kind of what happens. happens. Yeah. Um, it's sort of a mercy kill at the end and it's like, you just mm. kind of feel like, Bleh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, everybody else besides her wanted to be like, no, he needs to wake up so we can punish him properly. Right, And she was just like, but he's a little boy on the inside. We've got to save him. And then she realized she couldn't save him. And then she drowned the little bird. Yep. Right? There you go. So I was like, okay. Um...
1: Uh, I wrote that the first time we see the emperor, he looks like a um, boss from Mortal Kombat Two.
0: He does. Yep. Yes, I agree with you for <laughs> mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Finally, that is put to screen in a proper way.
0: <laughs> Wait, aren't they making either a new movie or a Probably. TV series? Yeah, they're bringing everything back. So like
1: it's <laughs> there's the I think they made like a bunch of. Direct to video, Mortal Kombat movies. You, no,
0: they. Well, yes, they did. Yeah. But then they did that, um like gritty, real world, quote unquote, one on like YouTube, and it was a bunch of like three minutes. Oh, things, I don't even remember that. You know, that. They, yeah. they showed like the death of like Luke Cage and, and right. all that kind of stuff. uh Not Luke Cage. Um,
1: Luke Hang and
0: uh, Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Like, Johnny Cage. Yeah, death of Johnny Cage. And I was just like, these are really cool, and they were vying to make that style a movie. Right. And I don't think they got it. Yeah. Because uh, that was probably about five years ago now. Yeah. I feel like and it was like a to do something else.
1: Kickstarter or something. They were trying to like get funding off get the off ground it. Yeah. for it. Yeah. But
0: what they did was like fantastic. Yeah. Like for even like just like a little video on YouTube that's for free, it was super high uh, production quality. Yeah. It looked all the fight sequences looked cool. It looked really like. It, like it was very violent mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. course um and i was like i would watch that like it looked kind of like um the new dread right dread like it was that kind of level i liked
1: that movie that was a I fun movie
0: loved that movie yeah it's technically it's a movie i really shouldn't have liked yeah. but i loved it
1: well it's a lot like the raid like it takes yes. the same kind of like hey we're gonna do a video game thing where it yeah. just goes up levels <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and then the boss is on the top floor <laughs>
0: You're like, <"Sing>, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah you know it and it was it was good it was really really good um, so what's sad is that they haven't made a second movie in that genre yet, but I also mm. think if they did, they would ruin it. Yeah. Just like Raid Two. I really hated Ray, yeah, Ray Two. Yeah, Raid Two I was not very good. Yeah. So I mean, if they went back, they probably might ruin it. So yeah. No, nah, probably kind of okay.
1: I saw that at the Midnight Madness. I saw the midnight madness of mm-hmm. Dread. Yeah. And uh, it's Carl Erdman in that, yes. right? And yeah. he like the be at the beginning he's like, Okay, I just wanna say that we're gonna get ready, motherfuckers. <laughs>
0: I would have loved to have seen yeah. that, that would have been amazing. Ah, <laughs> uh, and then it was worth every minute of it. It was it. super fun. Yeah, and you want to talk about come comeuppance at the end of the movie yep. for being a bad person? She gets yeah, it exactly. Amazing. Yeah, so so good. Yep. So yeah. Agree? How do we
1: feel about Jennifer Lopez and and Vince Vaughn in this movie?
0: Okay, first of all, Jennifer Lopez is a weird person to me. Yeah. About. of her films, I think, why are you in this movie? Mm -hmm.
2: Made in Manhattan,
0: yeah. Yeah, and the other 20%, I'm like, oh, okay, you did a good job. This is on the fence of both of those things. Where I'm just like, I kind of understand why you're here, but at the same time, I don't think you're doing it right.
1: Yeah, well, I think, back to what I said about this guy being a stylist, Mm -hmm. it's... I think his two main. I Actually, I think Vincent D'Onofrio does a pretty good job in this.
0: Vincent D'Onofrio does an amazing. Yeah, job. he does a pretty.
1: Yes. He does. He, he's a solid, creepy dude, and it yes. has like a lot of ups and downs, and does a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Lopez don't do a whole lot. They're rather flat. Yes. Um, but. They what they need what the movie needs them to be is sort of a doll where they have to fit into this tableau that this person's made
2: yeah
0: and have
1: them move around in it mm-hmm. so they they are serving a purpose but that isn't they're not doing acting in the best way no
0: they're not yeah um and I I realized the other thing too especially with Vince Vaughn for me is i have to admit i expect him to do something funny every two minutes right so i was just like oh he's he's gonna do something funny right something fun's gonna happen it's gonna happen oh it's gonna happen oh no it's he's gonna happening. say oh, money <laughs>
2: yeah
0: right and i was just like uh so like he's gotten to a point in his career now where i just think he's a funny he's supposed to be funny right. and he's funny looking to me
2: right
0: so why aren't you making me laugh right now so yeah. it just made me kind of like i don't know what you're doing
1: yeah he was the, still, like, really young in this, too. He was. He looked really young for the character he was playing. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, he was already a DA before this, right? And then went to the FBI? Wasn't that the story? Yes, that's what that was. Right. the story
0: was. Because he got some guy, got off on a technicality, and he said yeah. this horrible story about some girl getting killed. Yep. And I was like, that was way too much detail that I needed. Yeah, that's um, another one that they yeah. really
1: needed to lean in yeah, and on just, how awful it is. Yeah,
0: but I think, but I understood at that scene why it was really horrible yep. that what he did, because he was really trying to convince her to go back and be like, no, you got to save these people because these horrible things are yeah. happening but also the details that he gave mm. were unnecessary right. you know just mm-hmm. like you could just said he went in and killed this girl not you know all of the other stuff yes. you don't feel like reliving right now yeah no so, i mean at
1: least it didn't show it i'll give the movie the that restraint yes, um, yes that it didn't be like here's a flashback and it's everything's black and white and backwards yeah and then like <laughs> oh
0: my god please no yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> Um, even without the flashback, I was like, it's, "Oh it's no, too much. Yeah, no, it it's was, it much. was, you are
1: absolutely yeah. correct.
0: Well, and the thing is too, is with everything else you'd already seen in the movie, you could already sort of picture the visceralness yep. of the scene that they were talking about. And mm-hmm. you're just like, mm-mm, mm mm-hmm. nope. mm-hmm. no, 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 don't need it.
1: Yep. Um, so he's push. he's pushing her to go in. Yes. Um, he doesn't seem to really grasp the severity of, or the danger of... He's like, oh, you can do that? Yeah, do that. And he's like, wait, hold on. Like, She could be seriously, shut up, go just, do it. Just, just go, do, go, it. go yeah.
0: do it. And then he goes in and then he gets Yeah, it, and then you know. he's
1: like, the, why did anyone do that? No one should do that.
0: <laughs> right? Have you been in there? Holy shit. <laughs> that shit's fucking messed up, man. It is messed up. You're just like, no, no. Because the whole time, like after he comes out, the rest of the movie, he's just like, oh christ what the hell oh my god don't know just listen to what i'm saying you know, like that's him the rest i'm of the gonna movie.
1: helicopter away
0: yes this is how quickly i need to leave i'm not gonna take a car i'm not gonna wait for people to tell me where to go i'm gonna get in a helicopter and we're gonna fly away that's it that's all that's gonna happen because he makes like four phone calls and tells them hey get back to get back to me and Give me information. And then he walks out of that room and gets onto a helicopter going nowhere. Right.
1: He's just, I need to, I don't know where we're going yet. Let's just go. We just, we just
0: need (laughs) to get away from here.
1: Just, I'm going desert. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Please take me to desert.
0: I need nothingness and calm. Okay. Let's just get out of here. That is it. And I was like, okay, now, now you understand. Gotcha. Okay. Um... Yeah. So
1: then we go into, after, she goes back in a second time. Yes. Um, And that's when we get his whole backstory as a child. Yes. Right? Now, this is the part I wanted to come back to. Because this has one of my favorite tiny details. Okay. That weirdly, like, for a movie that is devoid of any humor, this made me laugh really hard. <laughs> so first of all that like it's it's horribly it's horrible to watch like the it's, the abuse yeah. that this this child is going through is truly it's
0: horrible to watch It's a horrible like cuz there's a scene where you're not even seeing it you're just hearing it yeah. and it is just oh yeah it's a lot Yeah, like it's a lot
1: so there's a scene where he's yelling at this child about his mom leaving them
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and how this person the woman on the couch is not his mother yeah um he's in, the man's in his underwear mhm this is the detail. I, he's holding a leg of fried chicken. <laughs> and he's using it to point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That was someone's <laughs>
2: idea.
0: <laughs> I feel really bad for laughing. Because that's... He, what he points at with that leg of fried chicken is horrible. <laughs> but now I'm just like, oh my god, he was holding some fried chicken. <laughs> Oh, jeez.
1: But what I made the connection to a minute I'm sorry, ago. i hello,
0: KFC product like Yeah, no, quiet. exactly.
1: Where can we put in our, t- can he be drinking a Dr. Pepper? No, okay, we can't have him drinking a Dr. Pepper. What if he's holding a leg of fried chicken and he goes, yum, yum in my tum-tum? And he's like, no, I think we'll cut up the line. We'll have him keep the fried chicken, chicken though.
0: though. No yum, yum in my no. tum-tum. <laughs> we'll just get him to point at some things. <laughs> yes
1: but there's all that bird imagery that's what i clued into a minute ago
0: oh (laughs) oh my god okay that's what you're getting at so okay so so
1: he's like i he told this story about killing mercy killing this bird yeah and he's like my father would do something horrible to it yeah and we have an image of the dad holding a piece of chicken
0: oh doing something horrible with it yeah (laughs) wow oh my god okay so, I did not you know make what? those. Yeah, that
1: you know what you just went up half a star. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My God. Okay. Yeah. No, I did not uh, put that together at all. Okay. <laughs> Great. Um, I have notes like um the guy who plays Doctor Reed, which is so when um the guy goes into the coma and they take him to the hospital and he's explaining what's wrong with him, mm-hmm. that doctor with the the shaved head. That guy creeps me out.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Um, yep. Oh, he has that eye thing.
0: Yeah, because the first thing I ever saw him was uh, in The X-Files. Right. And he did an episode uh, on Rui, I want to say it is, and um, he tries to lobotomize Scully in it. Yep. Uh, so that's all I ever think of when I see him. And he's been in lots of... He was in, like, the Titanic. Yeah. He was in... Um, I think he was in um, the Departed. Mm-hmm. He's been like a cop sense. in a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, but every time his face comes on the screen, I get a guttural like. <gasps> like yeah, no, it's, he's uh...
1: he's a he he plays a good creep. Uh, yes. cause he, he sort of has a look and he has this eye disorder where it makes his eyes jut back and forth. Yes. It doesn't actually affect his vision. It just looks really, really? weird from the outside. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting to see. And yeah. they people show it really well. So like this movie is another one. He's not a creepy character. All he yeah. does is point them to Jennifer Lopez's people. Yes. Um, but yeah no I, I get the same i have the same thing yeah. and i couldn't even figure out why i i've seen that x-files yeah. episode it just didn't put it together that's yeah. what it was
0: and uh, he plays well no but the the thing is too is that in every almost everything else i think is only one other movie i've seen him in where he played a creepy character yeah. and everything else i've seen him in he's played like a cop or like the, good, I mean, he was in Constantine and he played like that weird priest dude who would see the demons. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's kind of creepy, but like most of the other things, he was like a cop, like he was like the good guy, yeah. you know, or he was helping the good guys in yeah. some way. And it's just like this one instance that he did such a good job at playing this creepy dude. Yeah. It is tattooed on my brain and I just get a gutter reaction every time I see Yeah,
1: Yeah. I mean, that happens to actors quite a bit. Yeah. I think there was, there was some actor, I can't completely recall this story where he played a child molester mm-hmm. on a tv show or something and he was so convincing yeah that he would get harassed on the street
0: oh really for being that yeah but that's like also the kid who played joffrey on game of thrones yes, he gets exactly. things thrown at him on a regular yeah. basis which... yeah he gets
1: p- people call him a cunt yeah oh god
0: we both so said bad. it we both said we it, both this... said it now. it's done it's even it's there um, and uh, oh, I was actually reading about this movie too, where um Vince Va- um no Vincent D'Onofrio's wife, after sh- they went to the premiere of this movie, they saw it together. She refused to sleep in the same bed with him for about two weeks after Whoa. after seeing his performance. That's nuts. and like but I mean, you must admit he does an amazing job yeah. at being horribly disturbingly creepy,
1: yeah. So. Yeah, no. But it doesn't look like him though. He also like it's a, it's an interesting he plays the demon version of himself too, yeah, right? Yeah, he plays
0: yeah, both and yeah.
1: like he looks like a completely different person. Like it's it's pretty neat. Like it's how they do it, how yeah. How they yeah. do it. Yeah, no, I mean like his the makeup that they do on him mm-hmm. to show to have him as two different characters is pretty fantastic. Pretty fantastic. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I guess too, like, even the scenes where he's like a guy, like even the when he shows like the first victim scene or whatever, which is a lot mm-hmm. a very squishy scene um uh like even like his kind of like slow kind of this was my first victim i made right. a mess blah 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 and then something happens and remember he gets up and goes into the darkness and comes back out as mm-hmm. the king or whatever right. and i'm just like oh my god yeah not something that i need. Yeah to
1: see at that point the the stakes are raised because jennifer lopez then forgets what reality is is that the
0: yeah because it attacks her and she's she's in she's trying to press the thing on her hand that signals them to bring her out and he what is he like separates her hands and then throws her to the ground and she gets disoriented okay and so then she starts to believe that this is reality Reality. and that's where the danger comes in. right And that's when Vince Vaughn's character gets put into mm-hmm. it to wake her up, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, right? Um, and that's when you see her in her, you know, cool demon demony kind of yeah. garb.
1: Yeah, she gets kind of like a Queen of Sheba kind of doll thing, thing right? going on, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, and...
1: Which, it's an odd premise that, like, on a dime, mm-hmm. someone forgets reality. Like, that's a weird kind of jump...
0: Well, well, they like, say it's not It's not about forgetting reality. It's about getting lost in somebody else's reality. Right. Because she's not in her head. Right. She's in his head. And that's right. one of the reasons why she's insisting that she's like, no, I want them to come to my brain because then I can control the environment right. to make it better. Right. Um, I wonder if that's going
1: to happen later on in the movie.
0: I don't know. It's not like they brought it up like five times before. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, and then we, and then, so Vince Vaughn jumps in and he jumps into a Smashing Pumpkins video. He does. Yep. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and then he gets the crazy music crank intestines thing.
0: Okay. So I just want to say this one thing when Vince Vaughn goes in. Yeah. I said, um, his like sequence going in reminded me of the Winamp visualization. Okay. That used to have. Uh, <laughs> it because- really whips the llama's ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cause that's all I was thinking. I was like, oh my God, I used to listen to really cool, like drum and bass to this one. Right. It was great. <laughs> uh, yeah, that wasn't my note. I just, I interrupted for a no reason. No, that's so good. I, <laughs> yes.
1: I got to make my fun Winamp reference, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I um, I think that might be coming back. I think I, Winamp God, I classic so. is back. I hope so. Um, I wrote down that, uh, the tiny teeth that he has in this scene, the, the, that, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio has creeped uh. me out more than the intestines thing. <laughs> Because <laughs> he has these tiny little teeth. <laughs> yeah, Does he? Yeah, he has super super tiny like baby teeth inside his like regular size like mouth, and so he's like got like a lot of gum and like tiny teeth. Just, it freaked me out uh, that is like the, the.
0: but the whole scene freaked me out yeah no and then i started to anal, analyze the king's garb in that mm-hmm. scene when he's like rolling the intestine i'm like but that outfit is super whimsical and if, yeah. he, if he just didn't have on that makeup and be all creepy it would have been like wonderland like, yeah he would have been
1: like i mean there's i think there is a lot of wonderland stuff in this one as well
2: mm-hmm.
0: like the
1: scene where she fake goes in where she thinks that she's still awake oh, but and then doesn't gets, and she shrinks yeah that i'm like oh it's an alice thing yes. okay i get that mm-hmm. um but yeah no he looks like he's in a parade float at the end of that he's like <laughs> i'm the
0: pope of whimsy <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> except you're gonna cut open someone's stomach and roll their intestine yeah. on a thing yay yeah the pope of whimsy
1: <laughs> look at my crazy hat
0: yeah and he does sit there and giggle as he's doing it. he's like oh, yeah he sings a amazing. little he sings a little song yeah
1: um, Ugh. which is like, I told you I've been watching a bunch of Twin Peaks lately. Mm-hmm. Um, he sings like the same song as like the killer does in Twin Peaks. Oh. There's like a little song, like a little ditty that he goes around. I don't want to spoil Twin Peaks for everybody because it's like a deep watch. The Maybe
0: the Wait, the original or the new one?
1: Um, it's all, it's in season two. So okay. that would have been 91. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah so the original.
1: Um, yes. Um, but he goes like, uh, but yeah, he sings a little ditty that's like hey, that's what so-and-so sings and.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. I guess I should try and watch Twin Peaks again because yeah. I don't remember any of that. So
1: out. she wakes up because Vince Vaughn says that her brother died.
0: Yeah, so it or connects she, her yeah, with yeah, reality. Uh, reality. Yeah. And then he wakes up. And then up, she he bails
1: fast well yeah he's like i'm out of (laughs) here
0: well no no because that's when they follow the kid and they the kid shows them the the, room the the tank yeah yes Um, and then they and then she's trying to connect with the kid and he's like i figured it out and grabs her is like we need to get out of here because he's had enough
1: well like he gets a clue because there's like the symbol on the tank is like the same symbol on the like carving table yeah and i and i kind of went did you guys not look into that
0: Yeah, like, like, my first thing would have been, like, hey, what is this? I guess we should look into where this came from. Yeah,
1: I mean, somebody made this table. Mm -hmm. Let's just go on and not look at it again.
0: Yeah, which, like, I don't understand why that's how he made the connection. Right. But maybe because it's on the tank, he's like, maybe the table has a connection to the tank. Right. And that's the thing that he put together instead of... Oh no! He just bought a table at this company that makes industrial things. Yeah. So you know
1: they make tables and giant tanks. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Duh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Like I think, like I think that was like sloppy work. Yeah. At that point, like, yeah. You're just like that's just it, it was to
1: jump to him doing the chase. Yes. Like he needed to get there really quick. Well they
0: just needed. To, I, I think they just needed a different. Clue, Like not just one big clue, but like, you know, in the room, there's like five different symbols and you're just like, Oh, I remember seeing this and all the symbols go together yeah. or something. And then mm-hmm. he's like, I think I know what it is. Ooh. And then they do something compared to, Oh, this symbol that we showed half an hour ago in the movie already yeah. that we're just like, Oh, car. Like, cause they, they showed it nice and clearly earlier on in yeah. the movie and then they show it again. And I'm like, okay, it's there. And then they go back and they're like, Oh, it's on the table still. are like, yeah, it's etched in there. Yeah. It's not going to go mean, anywhere. I
1: think that he didn't really know. He was just like, I need to get out of here. Here's my excuse. This this symbol. This they thing. were. This is the, I figured it out, everybody. I've yes. got it. Let's get the fuck out well, with my intestines it. intact.
0: Yes. you are like, it's not real. It's not real. They're there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the first thing he, wo- when he woke up was like, what? Yes. <laughs> uh, it was all there.
1: Yeah. Not yum-yum in my tum-tum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh Yes. So, yeah, and then they go on this chase, and she decides to go back in and reverse Yeah,
1: she does the the worst scientist thing I think I've ever seen. Yes. Um, Which is like, I'm going to lock everybody out, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring him into my brain, not knowing how that's going to work, because she's never done it before. Mm -hmm. Um, And my first note in that scene is she seems to think a lot of herself. Because she's she like does. the Madonna in her brain.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. which
1: is a heart-shaped box video mm-hmm. if, for those keeping track at home. <laughs> We're now in yeah. in a weird half-heart-shaped box video and mm-hmm. a no-doubt video.
0: Well, actually, one of the uh, things that I noticed as well, because when I found out that the director did the uh, Losing My Religion video, mm-hmm. so the scene where um, where he killed his first victim... Mm-hmm. Uh was right after was right where he was telling her the story about he had his first seizure when he was being baptized. Right. And that room looks like the losing my religion right. video. Right. So it's like, oh he's losing his religion. He oh yeah. Religion. And he
1: backs into a corner.
0: And then he backs yeah. Yeah,
1: and he's like, That's me in the corner.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a, I I need to pause for a moment (laughs) to take all of that in. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's okay <laughs> um, uh, yeah so you know and then yeah throughout the whole thing it had a lot of of course religious references yep. and
1: well the intestine thing it was explained as being like a Christian torture or something a torture device yeah. from
0: the middle ages to test for witches I think it was probably something,
1: something like that yeah, yeah. No, I mean that makes sense
0: Yeah, I-, I love the fact that like back in the day to test if you're a witch is like throw him in a river if he drowns they're not a witch but if they live they're a witch like, they <laughs> then can we'll just... have to kill them <laughs> They may just know how to swim, Yeah. But no, no. okay.
1: Because they're made of wood and they can float.
0: <laughs> I think we all know how witches work, those floaty bastards. Uh, yes. Uh And one of them, too, was if you set them on fire. Yeah. If they live, they're a witch, and if they don't, they weren't witches. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Once again, because they're made of wood. Wood burns. Wood burns, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Uh, I, I love I love history. It's great. Um, <laughs>
1: It's full of fun. It is. It's full, it's, it is Once totally, you look really deeper, real. it's always LOLs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, LOL is totally the term I yeah. would you
1: use? The LOL ages, right? That's what it was.
0: <laughs> um. Uh. So uh, hold on. Okay. So at this point in time, so Vince Vaughn is in the real world, going. I don't know where I'm going. I'm on a helicopter. And she's like, kid. This guy is in my mind now, mm-hmm. and the little kid version of him shows up. Yep. And then, uh, then he starts being covered in bugs, and then says he always finds me. And then yeah. the bad version of him shows up in her yeah. brain too.
1: I don't know what she thought else would happen mm-hmm. besides that.
0: Yeah, but then she turned into like um, Joan of Arc. Yeah. Um, and shot that stuff down quick.
1: Yeah, I I, I wrote down. Back to my point about being bloodthirsty, wanting revenge at the end of this movie. The nipple rip, pretty good.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did cringe at that Yeah, no, that's like,
1: ooh, that one's rough. Which is weird that that actually made it into the movie. Because I know that that kind of stuff in other movies gets cut out for Mm -hmm. like an X rating. Like it gets like...
0: But I think, no, but I think the problem with this movie is I think a lot of the stuff in it on a regular movie would have gotten it like R rating and stuff. But because this takes place in the mind, it's not real. Right. Okay. They kinda get away with it. Because that happens on like um like for example, one of my my biggest things about violence in cartoons is Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. Technically, it gets, on average, it gets a G to PG rating per Mm -hmm. episode. And the reason why, even though he's super, he's cutting up things, throwing things, things are blowing up, he gets away with it because they're all robots. Right. Even though there's tons of scenes where, quote unquote, oil is spewing everywhere and on things. And, but as soon as this last season that came out, came out to like finish the season, it got, um, what is a PG 13 to R rating on episodes. Because they actually had people getting killed and there was blood in it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what happened with this movie is that, no, it's not real. It's in the imagination. So people will know this is not really happening. But in the real world, nothing actual violent or horrible is going on except for the serial killer automated killing process.
1: Was the blood black when it came out during that? Yes, it was. That's how they did it. Yeah. Because like, that's how they did it in Evil Dead 2. They changed the blood color to avoid the X rating. Oh. Yeah. That's why, like, blue blood and green blood happens all the time.
0: Oh, isn't that what happened in um, Kill Bill as well? In the Chris They went black fights? and black, they yeah. They went black and white for it, too, yes. Because yep. they were going to get an NC-17 rating, yep. which meant they weren't going to get the viewers or right. whatever. And I was like,
1: eh. Yeah, no, like, uh, it's that uh, when you get an NC-17, uh, certain, like, large theater chains won't show it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so maybe my explanation is completely wrong. It's just no, no, that, no,
1: you're right. That's that's absolutely <laughs> true. You change the color of the blood to lower the rating. Yeah. So yeah. like, I guess you, you that is a completely true thing. Is mm-hmm. like they got the they put the nipple rip in. and They could keep it because it wasn't a real person because it was black blood rather than red, red blood. Red blood.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, but even I did do a lot of cringing when I. Oh no! It's saw super that. rough. Yeah. Yes.
1: I mean, I know the Itchy the Killer. They had to cut. They cut that scene out.
0: Oh, yeah, because um,
1: there's a nipple cut in those, yes, and that I know. gets cut out on I've, the.
0: I've seen it.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, I don't need I, to see it again.
0: <laughs> I've never. I've never watched the whole movie. It was yeah. one of those things that my brother was watching the movie and I walked into the room at the wrong oh, point no. and I walked back out. And I was like, no. And yeah, I left. no, it's bad. That's it a was. Bad one. I couldn't. I. I can't. It's,
1: I used to be a bit more of a daredevil with things. And yeah. so I've seen kind of real fucked up stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't really do that so much anymore, but that was sort of my, like, I would say the height of my, not, maybe not that one particularly being the height, but that was the time of my height of like, I can watch anything.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I can't
2: do that anymore.
0: No, No. I've <laughs> definitely gotten to a point where there are certain things I don't need in my life. And yep. I'm like, I can't, I no, don't need this, don't want it. Nope. Like, I'm going to walk away. From I'm it, going it. to pass. <laughs> Hard pass on that one. Hard pass. Yes. Yep. Um, um, and then
1: she, Mercy, kills the kid. That's the way to end it. Yes. And then kills the real one as well.
0: Yes, because he suffocates in his dream. Right. So he suffocates in real life or whatever because right. he's lost in his mind. So to him, that's the real world. Right. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. That one sort of tracks. It's not satisfying, though. And it isn't. I don't I don't think yeah, it's satisfying. Yeah, like a Madonna you. baptizes him and drowns. Yes. Yeah.
0: So his soul can be free or right. whatever. I'm like, eh. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So that's that's the end of that. Yeah. Um, do I have anything else? Oh, yeah. Uh, Vince Vaughn frees the tank girl, yes. um, which was nice. Mm-hmm. However, there's a bunch of electric electric stuff in that room. Yes. Wouldn't that, like, electrocute the water and kill them all?
0: I mean, I don't think he was thinking about that at the time. Yeah. But also the thing that bothered me about that scene is that she's in the corner up here. Right. And then he's, like, moved to the back. And then he proceeds to shoot at her through the glass. Yeah. Which I was like, maybe you should have just told her the to state of the side. Yeah. No, I I, think, I, I, think I feel like he, fine.
1: he was not a very good FBI agent. No. He also went in alone.
0: Yes. Which <laughs> seemed foolish. Yeah. Um, and because was, it was only him and the helicopter dude, and the helicopter dude stayed in the helicopter. Yeah.
1: And he knew what was in that room. Yeah. Because he's seen the tape of the other one.
0: Yeah. So, so like,
1: he knew what was there
0: yeah but he doesn't know if there's gonna be like booby traps or something yeah because everything's automated right 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 so right. yeah who knows yes. fair enough mm-hmm. um and that's it for my notes yeah uh
1: was there's a little denouement at the end where they're yeah. at the house
0: and they, they yeah and this is the part where they go through the stuff and they show pictures of things that are stuck in his wall and you can make references to right. things that are happening in the dream world right um and all that kind of stuff, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, it's it's kind of um, clever.
1: I mean, it's sort of a backwards clever. It, like it's showing you, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's a little bit like, look how good I am. Yeah. I feel look 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 at these cool references I made. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, they even like some of them to me were super blatant. Like yeah. the Damien Hurst reference was super mm. blatant when he cut the horse and it right. split and whatever. Yep, yep, and yep, I was yep. like, oh, it's the shark in the tank thing, right, or whatever. Um, and some of the, like, devil references, Mm -hmm. royalty references, all that kind of stuff was very clear and blatant. Right. Um, but I mean, like, some of the minute references, I was just like, "But they're not necessary?
1: Yeah, well, it also doesn't really justify why he's so into these art pieces yeah no. he's like a very well educated he has like a rogue scholar but also a serial killer where he's yeah. like yeah he's like i mean it's doing a hannibal lecter thing where he's mm-hmm. somehow very very intelligent yeah
0: he's he knows all about history and yeah. torture and uh uh medieval devices but also still reads you know whimsical fairy tales yeah. and and all this kind of stuff and i'm like oh okay yep sure mm-hmm. like Nobody ever said, hey, there might be something wrong with you at yep. a point in time in your life. Because uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think in the movie, they make reference to the fact that um, he he's stepping his game up. So they they at this point in time, they'd found seven bodies right. like this. And he stepped his game up because the last time he killed, he waited six months. But this time it was like a month right or something. And I was just like so he's been running around for like a couple of years is yeah. what you're saying and
1: yeah and well they're getting closer together so at least a couple of years
0: yeah so i was like oh that's not good.
1: yeah no they're not very good at doing stuff i mean it also like it also implies that he wants to be caught yes and everything we've seen so far does not imply that at all like no. it's very it's all very methodical mm-hmm. and and it, he doesn't seem to have any sort of problem with anything that's happening like any I mean, sort of conflict within yeah. himself because
0: uh the thing is is he they bring up that fact because he dumped the body in shallow water this time and there was a single dog hair right and i'm like understand no. what wanting to be caught means. He yeah. would have left like fingerprints, and here's my address, and yeah, it was exactly. On there, so. He
1: wrote a calling card. He yeah. was like, "Get catch me, Batman." <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Batman's
1: like, "Holy shit! What the fuck <laughs> is? Don't call me on this." <laughs>
0: like, no, this is not this, this is, is not, not what my I do. Area. No, this is not what I do at
1: all. I'm the this Bam is... Pit Batman. No, you got to get that other yeah. guy. I don't think he's. <laughs>
0: Uh, can we get Christian Bale in the villain? Yeah, Thank no. You. <laughs> okay, he'll come for you. Uh yeah, no, yeah. But um, I was very disturbed by the end of this movie. And yeah, it's
1: it also sort of weirdly posits like capital punishment as being mercy.
0: Uh yes. Yeah, in a in a, in a way. Yeah. yeah. So
1: I kind of was like, Ugh, that's kind of weird because like it also and it also like the. Um, Vince Vaughn character is very kill them all. Like he's very like
0: kill all serial killers, yeah. kill all kill all bad people who did bad things at any right. point in time because they might do more bad things.
1: Yeah. So it's like a it's it's in a weird way. It's very uh, reactionary as a yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. So it's it.
0: I I had some problems with it. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, okay. Like I have a lot of problems with the overall story and stuff, but I can't not say that it's not visually arresting
1: yeah there's some neat stuff in it and i do it like i made a lot of jokes about it being music videos i actually enjoy music videos Mm -hmm. um especially like in that like the 90s and 2000 like early 2000s music videos where Mm -hmm. they're big grand productions and like that's where um, a lot of like really good directors started like fincher did some uh music videos i think Mm -hmm. and um spike jones used to do music videos and michelle gondry did music videos Mm -hmm. like it's you can start with that germ of visualization as being like a neat thing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but you need kind of like the more substance to it to kind of justify it.
0: Yes, yeah, you know. that's like when Spike Jones did. Um be kind of rewind and you're just like oh it's just a bunch of music videos stuck together right gotcha this isn't it's not working it's right neat stuff but it's not working yeah. as a movie yeah you know? that was but that then, was
1: michelle gondry yeah is that michelle gondry? that's a michelle gondry one. Oh, yeah. sorry wrong mm. reference i apologize um that's fine <laughs> um i think
0: that one was fight wasn't there one that spikes jones did that was kind of like that too
1: so he's done he did bean john malkovich uh Love adaptation Love um where the oh. wild things are oh that's the one i'm thinking that's the one you're thinking of fucking hate that, movie. that was not a great one
0: i hate that movie so much um
1: are you a big you're a big fan of adaptation
0: um i'm a decent fan okay. of adaptation do
1: you remember the um donald kaufman's idea for a movie the three was this
0: made reference in adaptation yes
1: so he was he was like it was a parallel storyline where Donald was also writing a script and he's like I have this great idea this uh, FBI agent is tracking down this hero killer Mm -hmm. and he always kills in threes and I'm like oh my god this is the movie I'm watching
0: (laughs) because the brother is taking like a screenwriting yeah. course and yes okay. and he has all
1: these hack ideas <laughs>
0: yeah uh, I mean I I watched it last year oh okay time, so. I love that movie that is one of my yeah. old, that's, a, that's a favorite uh, of mine I actually got an angry message from one of my friends because my friend who came on and did the episode really hated it oh really Um, and she was like how does she hate, how dare she hate this movie this is ridiculous blah 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 blah, blah. it is a work of art and I was yeah. just like it's people's opinions. I don't yeah, know what no. you want from me.
1: <laughs> no, it's, it's a, it, I, it, that was one of the early ones for me. It was like, oh, I get this. This is super clever. Like yeah. the, it's turn is like one of the most brilliant, mm-hmm. like, cause it's, it's, and it's the most self-effacing movie. Cause it's yeah. like, cause it's like, oh, I'm such a hack. And then the end of the movie is a hack ending it is. and it's, it and is. it's great. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Um, and like, I I mean, I totally understood what my friend said about it being, well, right. It's an A
1: movie. You've already done it. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I've already done it. Right. Um, so I, like, I totally understood what she was coming from and I agreed with her. There are, there are some really cringeworthy sequences in the movie as well that don't age that well, but kind of are meant to be uncomfortable because that's the characters in the movie and all that kind of stuff. But I also get why it's considered to be a great movie just because of how the movie's put together. So we kind of went back and forth on that whole thing. So yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, well, I get it.
1: This is more of a Donald Kaufman movie. Yeah,
0: and (laughs) yeah, it's not a movie I think I will watch again if I want to you know, stay sane. And stay yeah. Sane.
1: No, it's, I had some dreams afterwards. Yes. Like it definitely, and I don't think they were particularly horrific, but they definitely used the weird imagery from yes. the movie when I was going to sleep that night.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's definitely some weird stuff. Like, um, what is it? There's the scene where, uh, Vince Vaughn first goes into the mind and it's like the three ladies and yep. the thing. And that's based on some like a Norwegian yeah. weird Norwegian dudes yep. painting. Um and I looked up the painting and I was like even that painting made me really uncomfortable. Oh really? I was like, uh, uh yeah I'm gonna post that just so people can see. Fun. It it's gonna be great. Yeah. So yeah. So overall.
1: Yeah. Um I would say no to both of to these. Both of these <laughs> movies.
0: Yes I agree. I would I not mean, recommend. I mean if you're into like visual tales that warp your mind you can watch The Cell.
1: It might be an it's an it would be a neat thing to like reference as a like either color because like the colors really oh, need yes. in it yeah. um that would be like a neat like to use as a palette mm-hmm. but taken out of context yes
0: um yeah, it's it's, it's
1: a much better movie taken out of
0: context mm-hmm. yeah it's it's difficult it's definitely very difficult to watch yeah. um and casino royale is difficult to watch for very different reasons
1: i will give the cell another point where it moved along pretty quick it did it not feel that it's, long yeah. i
0: don't even think it's a, it's that long of a movie i think
1: it's almost two no it's it? an
0: hour it's 107 minutes it's less than okay hour, it's yeah less than two less hours than two. it
1: moved along pretty quick mm-hmm. casino royale was over two yes which was rough
0: and it was oh my god it took forever yeah yeah two hours and 17 minutes and it just kept going and i'm yeah. like why isn't this done yet yeah. it's like well how is, there's nothing you're not doing anything why <laughs> are you still going so yeah. that was the whole thing um, but yeah, yeah,
1: this was fun. I enjoyed this again. Yes. Um, we did not go for three hours this time. I don't think because last no. time we went so long. <laughs> I think I was sweating from talking. At You're like, oh my it.
0: god, I've talked too much. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyways, yes, this was fun. Thank yep. you for being here. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, we'll definitely have to get you back for maybe more upbeat or yeah. just generally better movies. Sure, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: whatever, you, whatever you want. <laughs> whatever. I'll, I'll take all comers. <laughs> I did. I I devoured these with a fervor. Yeah. Well, because um,
0: you said at one point in time you're like, I like the weird stuff. Yeah, give me some like, weird
1: stuff. You're... I just said I've I've been going through Twin Peaks, and that is weird, yeah. as weird. You can go. Um, and I
0: think the one thing you said you wouldn't do was Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, I don't want to watch. Which that Which is again. totally fine because I had a friend who's saw it on list she's like i have to do this movie i'm like what is wrong have with fun you? i am not looking i'm i'm glad it's down the line but i'm yeah. still not looking forward to doing that episode at is, all
1: I, I don't know if i recounted this last time i was here but i watched it once when i was like 13 oh, yeah. and it, it fucked me up real bad um and then when i was like 16 or 17 i was like this can't be as bad as i remember and i watched like the last like half hour of it i'm like oh my god this is so much worse than i remember <laughs>
0: <laughs> i've watched the movie exactly once yeah Because I bought the DVD because somebody recommended it to me. I was like, it is such a good movie, blah, blah, blah. And I think I was in like HMV or something and it was on sale. I was like, ooh, 10 bucks, whatever, I'll get it. Sat, went home on a nice, warm, sunny day, put it in. And I was so, at the end of that movie, I was so happy. It was like middle of the day, nice, not raining or anything. Because I probably would have died. Yeah. Yeah like it just no that's no, it's just it's
1: ugh. yeah no i don't take drugs that yeah. is yeah. i get it uh,
0: yeah i'm don't take you, drugs tell show little kids that movie they'll never take drugs nope. in their life they'll be fun
1: i am a testament to that
0: yes <laughs> yes uh again well that's it for this episode yeah. of off my shelf <laughs> um until next time you can follow along on instagram and twitter at oh my shelf or you can send me emails at oh my shelf at com. On the next episode, we'll be talking about the movies Chaos Theory and Chasing Amy. Hope you'll be here to listen.